a little bit yeah, for, for a quick second. And we are live, guys. Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We got the godfather in the house, Rolo fucking Tomasi. <laughs> Let's get it to the show, guys. All right, folks. and we are in the house. What is up, guys? What is up, guys? Let us know if the sound is good and everything like that. We switched a few things around. Just want to make Man, sure. Man, that's a fire intro. Give us ones in the chat. Everything. Put is, a one is in the chat. Uh, Roland, what are your thoughts on it? On I like it, man. I like the Miami Vice thing. You know, it's funny because uh, John was doing like his old school '80s kind of like look to it as well. And like, I have, I have a, um, I have an intro. I, I try to keep. I, that's actually pretty long for like what i was doing for my own stuff right now but uh mm-hmm. but it's really cool i like the music and it's 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 energizing put it that way i'm not gonna lie he came up with a song mm-hmm. i was like you know what let's go with it and he made it work man. well anybody so, comes on my show they already know like the the intro music that i, I don't Chris, have music right, right now, now but just check uh, the chat make sure the sound the is intro good. music is something i did so uh, and i'll probably always all right, sounds good. Awesome. Well, you're an intro, so that's awesome too. I know it's that's cool. I saw Donald's <laughs> on there too. I, I was originally going to use so so for the people that are wondering, right? So I was like, I need something that's very Miami, and uh, <laughs> I was originally going to use Flock of Seagulls. I ran so far away mm-hmm. and use a remix of that because if I use the original song, obviously we're going to get hit with copyrights, right? Right. So uh, I used. Um, I was like, you know what, Scarface. Everyone likes Scarface, mm-hmm. and then I ended up just using you know push it to the limit, and then we used that remix. And I was like, all right. And it's very Miami. Then obviously Miami Vice, right, with the print, everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I'm a big GTA fan as well. So we'll use some elements from that. Yeah. But uh, man, Rolo, how are things with you, man? Good, it's good to have good, you back. Good. I do my own intro music, man. <laughs> For a failed musician. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I do pretty damn good because everybody wants everybody wants to know where that is or what what was that? It's like well, something like put together. Oh yeah, that's what we were. I just got off. Musician, I just got off the airport or out off the the, the plane, and you guys put a black bag over my head and threw me in a van and dragged me yeah, out. Yeah, he put a black bag over his head. Wait, it was like, first IG story? Okay, yeah, he, all right. Yeah. Take him. And then we're kidnapping him from the airport. Get over I, here. I was, on, I was on my show yesterday and I said, I'm going to, I was announcing, of course, pretty much all week that I was going to be here. Yeah. And I was telling, I, I said, yeah, I'm probably going to end up you know, getting off the plane. They're going to put a black bag over my head and take me here and I'll just pull it off, pull it off. And I, okay, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. No, that's funny. Oh, that's man. funny. Um, <laughs> So what's new with you, Rolo? Update us on what's, what's going on with me? you. Um, Announcements, everything like that. Well, uh, the the biggest announcement, I guess, is book four is doing very, very well. Um, much better than I had anticipated. Although I knew it was going to, it was a lot of, it was a labor of love. Let's put it that way. I mean, it was three years in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what's funny is whenever you like prep for something for uh, for that long a period of time, it like becomes like part of your life. And so once it's out there and the, uh, and, you know, you, I've been thinking about this stuff and putting this stuff together for, you know, like I said, about three years the, doing the research. And then the Jeez. actual writing was about, a, well, certainly all last year because of COVID, but uh, about a year and a half ish was the actual, you know, sit down and let's write this thing and put my nose to the grindstone and grind on it. Um, 
But then when you get done with it, it's like everybody wants to talk about it. And let's like the last thing I want to talk about because Religion. Like, all I've been doing is that is this topic for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it is now, um, uh, it was the number one, uh, number one new release. I think it might still be the number one new release in, um, uh, religion and science. And, uh, actually I finally got an email back from God Saad, Dr. God Saad. So I'm going to, once he said, once he's done with his, uh, uh, his promotion of his book. And he's also, uh, he's actually a teacher, right? He teaches at, I think it's the university of Ottawa or something like that. Okay. And, um, so, you know, I've been talking with him. So at some point I'm going to, you know, get on the air with him and just have a chat with him, which is kind of like, I'm, starstruck i guess i just because he's like he's one of my one of my inspirations like as far as like the way he writes and what you know as a thinker yeah, I guess. someone so. inspires Rolo. that's yes, crazy yes god saw it yeah god saw it. no <laughs> he's a he's a good dude and um he's uh definitely an internet personality um i think probably maybe even a little bit more approachable than like a guy like jordan peterson who also has a new book out this month as well so mm. um and then uh people keep asking me so i guess i should say so um we are uh, working on the audible book right now it should be out this month uh in march we were planning to have it out in march uh sam Botta is like the same guy who does all of my reads sam, sam Botta, my biggest fan sam hi um he uh, he's doing the read right now and uh, so we will probably have it out, I would say, by mid-March, maybe the end of this month. So okay. that's what we're shooting for. So so the Audible, is it you talking or? or, or no, it's Sam. Sam? It's Sam. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, too, because like when I uh, when I first did the very first book, Sam really wanted to do the book. And so I listened to the guy and, uh, if you, if you've listened to my audible, any of the three books that I have prior to, to book four, um, the, uh, the read, he has a very distinctive voice. It's almost like an announcer's voice. Mm. It's, uh, it kind of, uh, and I did it on, and I did it on purpose because, um, I like, I like that kind of, I liked his delivery. Right. And, um, Sam had gotten into a, um, uh, a hit and run accident right around then. I don't really will call it an accident because it's not really, never really an accident, right? Yeah. And uh, he had some some serious brain injury as a result of that. And Damn. he said, "Hey, you know, I'm go- I, I He really had to teach himself how to talk again. Almost. He still has the voice, but it's like you know, he had he had some you know affected his brain in the way he was thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, "Okay, you know, take your time." It took us almost a year to do the very first book. And, um, as a result of that, you know, I, I split royalties with him. I said, you know what, you need this money to, you know, to get yourself, get your life restarted again, because he had literally was dead for a while. Wow. And, um, and people love that love. They like the, the book and they liked the, uh, the, the read as well. And, uh, so it worked out really well for, for both of us. And, uh, he's got a, he's got a dog called Oliver, which is his service dog, real service dog, because, uh, and I hope I'm saying this right, uh, Sam, because uh, Sam has, I don't know if it's sleep apnea or something, but as a result of the accident, it's like mm-hmm. he, um, he will stop breathing when he's sleeping and he needs the dog there to like wake him up or to, to like, you know, wake him up if he stops like breathing when he's in the middle, like he's sleeping or something like that. Holy oh, wow. crap. So he's got a service animal as a result of reading the books really and so everybody liked it so we kept going with that and the funny thing is here's a funny story is like when i did my very first live in person kind of stuff everybody expected me to talk like the like you know like yeah. like Zambada, you know <laughs> in an age when men were men like, it was like this <laughs> you know, like big announcer movie voice kind yeah of thing. 
Yeah. And uh, it's like, no, I'm I'm just a punk ass kid from Huntington Beach. Yeah, I like to surf. No, but and to all the haters, they'll <laughs> yeah. say, "Oh, Rello, you're a grifter. You just you're care about your book sales. Yeah. Like you're just uh, well, I mean, but they and, don't even know you donated half well, to Sam and and all of them. Really, I mean, all three of them, and I'll probably work the same thing out with them for this as well because mm-hmm. he needs it. He's a he's a good dude, and he's again my biggest fan, of course. Yeah. but. Uh, uh, you know, he and I sort of formed a really, really strong friendship as a result of that. And right. just doing the right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah, he narrates the, your life's work. I'm, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Deal. And then so that's and I think that's really important. And then the other thing is, like, I'm of the opinion that, like, if I can help somebody, I will help. If I can, mm-hmm. I will. And I know it might sound a little weird for me because I'm the one that was always talking about mental point of origin and everything else. And, and I talk about. um uh, enlightened self-interest, right? I can't help anybody until I can help myself or I right. can't help others as well as when I help myself first. Right. But that doesn't mean be a selfish asshole. Yeah. That means like, you know, help yourself out, put yourself into a good position and then also be a good judge of character, know who is, you know, worth helping, like find a noble soul who's in, you know, that needs your help kind of thing. I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah. But like, I have to take care of me first of before course. I can take care of you. Yeah, so. absolutely. So real quick, we got some super chats. Sure. Yes. Uh, let's uh, read these through. Um, okay. We got Christian Gonzalez. I already know this is going to be legendary. Let's get it. Always an honor to have Rolo in the house. Thank you for what y'all do. Anytime, Christian. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We're happy to have Rolo. Thank you, brother. And this week is going to be lit, guys. Yeah, we already got some things planned. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we got this together on such short notice. Yeah. Really good. No, it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Ray Dade, uh, 290 Super Chat. I'm glad you kept uh, Future in the intro. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. We kept it in for you guys. So I knew that guys were going to say, oh, we like that Future thing because that's a legendary quote. She never tell cheating. her sorry. Uh, never tell her sorry, baby. <laughs> uh, Vladimir, uh, I cannot pronounce that. Pochepit. Uh, Rolo, reading the book. Fantastic. Hmm. Thank you. Yes, guys. Oh. Obviously, book four is out. Yeah. Um, we will put the link in the uh, in the chat and also in the description box. Uh, Sounds online 79 with the A799. Godfathers and the motherfucking house <laughs> let the man sleep first. Never. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah. yeah, You know, is, I tell you, I lost, tired, I lost sleep. I, I like, I probably went to bed about a half an hour too late because I had to get up, you know, get on the on the flight. But I was watching the show with uh, uh, Amanda, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, Karen. Yeah, that, yeah Karen. I, I looked. I, I took one look at that. I go, oh, I gotta watch this. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. gonna, I'm gonna lose some sleep. You here. and her are gonna hang out. Uh, we're gonna have her and a couple other friends in studio this week, guys. We got some big things planned for you yep. guys. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, so okay, uh, Vladimir, back in again. Rolo, I'm glad you addressed these new hustle economy guys. Always yeah. well, parroting uh, Tony Robbins or similar for gain. The modern con men. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you for that contribution. Uh, TJ499. We see Rolo guest panelists on the six. Mm-hmm. Hey man, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, and then uh, Bohemian Ash 299 uh, following from Australia. Keep it up, fam. All the way from Australia. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Good uh, on you, mate. Mo Rizzo Bro, 499. Good nice on to you, see mate. Rolo back. Shout out to y'all, to all y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mo. We got Don DeMarco Rolo. You know what I'm going to ask you to do? Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> Don DeMarco. Once I have it. Which one? Oh, is it this, this one? Yeah, this one. This one. This one, the top yeah, one. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> it. See, I know where it is on my board. I don't know where it is on here. Yeah, Rolo does have, I have it now. Down the yeah, thank you very Dude, much. Have so many hate comments. I had oh it. my God, they're so mature. All they do is play sound effects. <laughs> sound bites. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, the people want to hear the sound effects. And honestly, this yeah. is what I got to say to you guys. So anyway, uh, we got Cal L with $20 uh, Canadian. Godfather in the building. I finished the rational mail last week and it was fantastic. I listened to Myron's advice by getting it on Audible. Thank You're you. Welcome. Uh, ordering book number two and we'll get the audio mm-hmm. as well. 
Thank you for being here anytime, Boom. bro. And obviously, with the $20 super chat, you get a Don Marco. Thank you, brother. Reagan Moreno. What happened between you and 21 Studios? They published Smack Talk about uh, of course video about you. I want to hear your side. I have uh, let me uh, there's an easy there's an easier there's an easy answer to this and uh, all you have to do is go to my um go to my my channel my YouTube channel uh right around I think it was the November of 2019 I did a uh, myself and the guys from uh Rule Zero we did a full dedicated show where we were just sort of laying everything out I don't really see any reason to lay anything else out that's there you go we did yeah. we have already done it so go to yeah. my uh go to my channel um just look it up I believe it was right around November of 2019 yeah I, I, and you guys can go check that out but at the end of the day yep. man like well I mean the man's work speaks for itself it, it, exactly it's like I mean are we going to talk about ideas are we going to talk about people or exactly. are we going to talk about things what are we going to talk about are we, gonna, are we going to still keep talking about this? Or is this still going to be something that we're going to hear five years from now? Because it's been two and a half years. Now. Yeah. Are, are we going to keep guns out of men's mouths? Or are we going to point guns at each other? Right. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. Like, th this is starting to become ridiculous now. Well, so, I mean, it's uh, just, uh, it, it, I mean, it is what it is. And you're never going to not have haters. In fact, yeah. I, you know, actually, I kind of need some better haters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, so we got Roberto F uh, with the two ninety nine two dollars super chat. Thank you, Roberto. Uh, bring Amanda back. Rolo versus Boss Lady. She's Karen. coming back. Don't worry, she's gonna be back, guys. God. You you win a gang. You want win a gang? Uh, you, you, put, you put Aaron Clary across from her, and that's gonna be <laughs> oh man, nuclear we nuclear war. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, Joshua the King, two dollars. Get that man a white claw, three piece, no biscuit. <laughs> um, oh man. Okay. Uh, what else? Caught um, we good? We caught up? So yep. guys. This show is gonna be a little bit different. You know what? Especially for everyone in in, in the in the chat. You know what? Ask your question to Rolo. Yep. Sure. Super chats. Feel feel um, free. Every super chat yeah. uh, that comes in, we'll we'll answer it. So this is your basically it's a ask Rolo anything. Um, ask me, guys. This is, this this is, is your show, show for the people. Yeah. This, this is, is your show, show for the guys. A multi-camera AMA. Yeah. <laughs> a multi-camera. I, you I to do look at AMAs maybe once every like three months or something. And we have phone lines open too, right? Yeah, you, yeah, the phone lines are open. Well. Guys, we got 770 live right now on the, on the video. There like the video. Like yeah, the video for guys. a Monday at 10 p.m. Look to the channel, guys. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, we're taking phone calls and super chats. Super chats take first precedence. So, if you guys want to cut the line, super chat it in, and we'll ask. So, we got the Godfather. Hey, while we're 94. while we're waiting, I wanted to um one of the things I did want to talk to you about because I never really got to talk to you about this because when you went on with Donovan, you were talking about it, and then uh, you did the thing about Tim Pool and, and Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um uh, and they I I did a show uh yesterday. Gosh, yes, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like so long ago. Uh, I did a show yesterday on uh, people kept asking me, and I'm sure well, I'll get asked this, so I'm just gonna yeah, yeah go ahead. Save your money. Save your money. I'm gonna yeah. ask one yeah. of your questions. Yeah, we're you gonna right yeah, now, we're gonna do this. Which is thing um, and then, a and lot then. of guys keep asking me, do you think that? And I think we talked about this last time I was here. I was like, do you think that the red pill is going to go mainstream? mainstream. Yes, and I'm we like, did well, talk about that. it depends on what you think is mainstream. First mm -hmm. off. Uh, is it like, are we going to see it on CNN or MSNBC or is it, are, are people, you know, are you going to hear about it around the water? What's this new red pill thing? You know, th that's, I, I don't think so. I, I answered that yesterday. Um, I hope not because the red pill is something that is, uh, I mean, one of the reasons why we use the red pill as an analogy and a lot of people, when they, they hear it or they they'll hear certain things like the red pill or unplugging like i'll say unplugging from the matrix or your blue pill or your purple pill or whatever that kind of stuff and and i think when 
you, when an immature mind kind of doesn't get the metaphor, that's one thing I ne- I try not to use online mm-hmm. is metaphor and allegory and because everyone will take it literally automatic. You know, the blue pill is not really the right allegory for that. Let me tell you exactly what I think. Right. And so you have this, this literalist kind of mindset that like kind of tears all that stuff, tears all that stuff apart. I hope not because what I was a little bit more concerned about with, um, with the red pill going mainstream, I've been talking about this for a long time. Um, if you go back to like say 2012, 2013, uh, Roosh even said, Hey, this is the year it was 2013. This is the year that the red pill is going to go mainstream. Like still waiting for my red pill mainstream check. <laughs> you know, it's not in the mail. How's it shown up in the mail yet? Um, and then in 2018, I did a, um, I did a, uh, state of the manosphere address, which yes. I'm actually, I'm, I, it's on the 21 convention site, but it's something I'm proud of. I don't, you know, you go look at it. I yeah. think it's, I think it how exactly it holds up very well today. And I talked about it doesn't hate, you know what I'm saying? He just, well, I mean, I, I don't hate the stuff that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had some pretty good stuff. I thought yeah. that was a very good, a yeah. very, and, and if you go back and you, I was actually reviewing that for that, for yesterday's show. Right. And I was like, man, a lot of this stuff that I was talking about just two, um, you know, two and a half years ago, um, is coming, coming to pass right now. And, uh, I did, uh, in that show or in that talk, I did a SWOT, uh, analysis. Do you know what a SWOT analysis is? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I think it's like what a company will do. Like when they're trying to brainstorm, like, what yeah. are we going to take this company in the next like three years or five yep, years or something? Absolutely. So strengths, weaknesses, um, opportunities and threats. And so I was, um, I was kind of breaking down like what's the like the manosphere? What are the strengths? What are the weaknesses? And you know, as if it was you know we're all in this together, so let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was one of the uh, the threats I think is either weaknesses or the threat. I think it was the threats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said you know there's uh, the the red pills at some point is going to have sort of a PR um, a PR crisis. I don't know what to call maybe it's not a crisis isn't really the word, but like we're going to get to a point where it goes mainstream, and then the people who are taking it mainstream my main concern was that the people who are supposed to be an authority on the red pill aren't necessarily the authority that ought to be out there telling the story of of the manosphere right or um or the, or the red pill or what's what is this about because people use the red pill in so many different ways and in so many different contexts right now that it gets really very confusing so no. when you throw something out that sounds like, oh, it's, it sounds like a buzzword. It sounds like a catchphrase. It sounds like something that is uh, easy to hate on, right? It's easy to, it's a, it's a convenient villain is mm-hmm. what I called it. Yep. And so when you give somebody uh, like, it's like the alt-right or it was the red pill or it was, you know, just something that's, that sounds sinister mm-hmm. and it's easy to like for like kind of simple minds to sort of understand. Yeah. Well, you can turn it into anything you want to at that point. So the red pill can be about politics. It could be about religion. It could be about anything. And to me, it's always been about intersexual dynamics. And like I keep saying, I wish there was some better term, some better abstraction we could use, but it's still the analogy from the matrix movie still fits to this day. And I, and I, that, I don't think it's going mainstream um, in the way that I think a lot of people would like to see it go mainstream. Mm-hmm. But my concern is that even if it did go mainstream, I would be a little bit concerned about the message that is being made. The, this is official. This is really what the, the red pill is all about, because I uh-huh. think we're still kind of sorting that out. So, um, cause we did that. Cause for the people that are wondering uh, when we did our temple analysis, we were actually going to bring Rolo on as a su- surprise guest to mm-hmm. talk about it. But you know, he had some things that come came up, so he had to run. Uh, but um, m- m- at the end of the show, I basically said, hey, in the next five to ten years, what I think is going to happen is mm-hmm. 
as as technology gets better and more men get ostracized because of the you know the global sexual oh, yeah. marketplace we talk about all the time with uh you know online dating and because the big thing that tim didn't address was instagram yeah uh i said more and more guys are going to find the rp mm-hmm. but it's still going to be a small percentage of men that are actually going to accept it and mm-hmm. actually live that lifestyle because a lot of guys are aware of female nature but they just don't want to accept it they want to like hold on to that that blue pill narrative that like mm-hmm. girls are still sugar and spice and everything nice and not all girls are like this or whatever it is but i um so i think it's going to become more unignorable it's, it, it's going to be more yeah exactly it's going to be unignorable yeah. to an yes. extent and more guys are going to uh, know be red pill aware right. but not necessarily accept i think it. uh i think two things have happened in the last decade that um and both of them i have have written about in the yes. past um one is uh open hypergamy that and was, don't worry super chatters we won't answer yeah, your yeah we'll get to i, I we want to answer, answer I, I want i really want to chris just, is saving them guys so every question that yeah. you guys super chat will be answered first then we'll hit the phone yeah. line so i really worry. i really wanted to hammer this home Go because ahead, when i was watching tim pool and i was watching cernovich because cernovich is you got cernovich has been it been red pill yeah yeah yes for a lot i i've known cernovich since 2008 when he was a blogger and he had his own blog. I have my own blog. We were we ran in the same circles as far as commentary and stuff. So I know his background. I know his history and everything. Yeah. Um, and then there's also I'm a, I've been following Tim Pool since he was uh, going to Berkeley and you know filming you know protests you know from Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I so I know who these people are and I know what their background are. And it's not like this is uh, this is not novel stuff to them. So that let's let's just put that out. You know, let's air that out. They Facts. they know what they're taught. This is. I think what they're doing right now is they're pivoting to this when it's like a slow news cycle, mm. when there's nothing else to talk about. Let's talk about intersexual dynamics finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is there, there's two things that have happened in the last decade. The first one is open hypergamy. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, open hypergamy is not like a verb. It's not something like women actively do. Chris, save these super chats, by the way. And just like, uh, yeah. guys, all these super chats, we're going to save them right now. So we're ready. But I want you guys to hear this from Rolo. So yeah. just hide that real quick, mm-hmm. Chris. And then, uh, and then the number... Yeah, yeah, we'll keep the number up. Okay. So the Sorry. so open hypergamy in this in this sense is that up until right around 2012, 2013, maybe even 2010-ish, um, the idea that women uh their ma- are their mating strategy is becoming the predominant preeminent, like it's becoming normalized. Like we understand alpha fucks, beta bucks, yeah. right? We understand alpha Agreed. seed, beta need. We understand that there is short-term sexual and then there's long-term security, right? There's Agreed. the three P's, you know, protection, uh, provisioning, and parental investment. The, that's the beta bucks long-term security side. Then there's the alpha alpha sex raw raw like do me now kind of thing because mm-hmm. I need babies in me right now. It's the sexy mm-hmm. son side of, of that. That's women's mating strategy, which used to be very secretive. Women would only talk about it amongst themselves or they giggle about it or maybe they would you know admit to it only if they were you know three tequilas in or whatever it was you know that kind of stuff. Now we have commercials that are, uh, that that are laying that out. I think we talked about that last time when we did t- the Super Bowl commercial with the the new little Alexa yes, thing with with, uh, with Michael a, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yes. right? That is a prime example of open hypergamy. And we're at a point. I, I really liked. I loved that commercial, right? I loved it because it's such a great illustration of how comfortable and how normalized women feel when they're like, yeah, yeah, screw it. I want to bang this guy and I've got this husband over here. Yeah. I'm going to satisfy my mating strategy because I'm a, everything, every, all roads lead to woman. Yep. And so it doesn't matter if I have a husband or I can still have Michael B. Jordan over here, even if it's just a fantasy and you know, we laugh about it, but we wouldn't have laughed about that in the middle of the nineties or the middle of the eighties or the middle of the seventies, because it was something that women had to keep secretive because yes. that was how they would 
compete with one another intrasexually. So like a, a gold digger, for example, mm -hmm. like we say, well, you know, she's a gold digger or women will, will, will throw that at other women. Right. Yep. A gold digger is just a woman who, who has already accepted open hypergamy. There you go. And she's out in the open about it. Yep. Yeah. She's doing any, everything else that any other woman is doing. It's just that she's, she's too overt. And that's what, that's what pisses off other women yeah. because she's overtly revealing their mating strategy, which is alpha fucks beta buck. I'll tell you this, a gold secret. digger is like the equivalent to like a guy that's like open about, I have multiple girlfriends, right. like, take it or leave it. That, right. like, that's the equivalent right. on the male side. Right. By so, the way, exactly. I love gold diggers. So there's the gold digger side of things. And, and so open hypergamy is something that has really become normalized. Mm -hmm. As, as part of Western culture, as part of gynocentric culture yeah. um, right now. So that's that's number one. That number two is a new awareness of the red pill, a new awareness of, and I, I always refer to the red pill as red pill awareness mm -hmm. and blue pill conditioning. Mm -hmm. And so if you, um, uh, if you take away, you take away Rolla Tomas, you take away all my books, you take away this podcast, you take away every, anything, you, you silence every single manosphere voice there is, guys will still, see it happening. It's unignorable now yeah. because you can't date without an Instagram account. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you don't know what's going on unless you are engaged or you're plugged in in some way yeah. to a, a, the social network and to whatever you want to call that. But in the internet age, and I talk about this in book four here is that we're in a new order right now. And part of that new order is open hypergamy mm -hmm. and an unignorable uh, understanding that guys are going to, whether you're educated about it or not, you're seeing what's going on because there's only fans there's instagram there's there's so much going on that you know that even younger even your generation is not having to deal with like my generation i'm gen x right so i'm so i'm watching all this going on going what the hell you guys are in it but even you guys aren't in it because there's still the next generation that's like the 20 year olds yeah. that are coming up into, yeah coming into into the ranks right now yeah. They're having to deal with this in a new way, and they'll deal with things that you didn't have to deal with as well. You'll be you'll be me here in another like ten years or twenty years, or we're talking to those guys. That's true. And there'll be other things that are unignorable. We're living in a time right now where human beings have never had this kind of access before mm -hmm. to understand human nature, because we see it every day, black and white, right in our face all the time. Oh, here's a new video. Look at this bitch. She just went and 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 broke up with this guy, and he's going to be suicidal as a result of that. You might hear those stories before the internet, mm -hmm. but now you can see it happen live in real time right now. Yeah. And you see that enough times, yeah, you're gonna get black pill, you're gonna get MGTOW, you're gonna get MRAs, you're gonna get incels, you're yep. gonna get every sub-tribe of the manosphere that there is because it's unignorable. It's unignorable, yeah. and so, how you respond to it is your choice, but it's unignorable now. Even mm -hmm. when guys like Tim Pool. Uh, you know, obviously we know Cernovich is I because I didn't know who Cernovich was until I researched him. I was like, okay, Cernovich, this guy's Cernovich aware. used to be yeah. he was red pill, and then aware. he that was that was one more thing that he was doing, right? Yeah, he was juice bro, he was Wim Hof <laughs> breathing, he was you know, I I followed every one of those things, yeah. right? So uh, that and he's got gorilla mind rush now and gorilla mindset, and he's a filmmaker and he's an attorney yeah. whenever he wants to be, and he's a, a citizen journalist whenever he wants to be, but before all of that, yeah. way back in the foggy days of 2008 or 2009, he was definitely part of the Manosphere, yeah. what we call the Manosphere now. Anyways. And so for him, to my see, thing is, I was just shocked to see him, yeah. Tim Pool, talking about these concepts yeah. on like, I consider Tim Pool mainstream media at this point. You know what I mean? Like, he is. You, you know, I would consider him, no, no offense to he him, I, I respect him as a content I, this, creator. This is going to piss off a lot of people, but you know what? They talked about that on his you know show. What I, you know what I've, I've said about Tim Pool before? He is the Walter Cronkite 
of this generation of this era. Oh, he's the guy that people go to and what's what's all he's really doing is just reading the news and just sort of opining and interpreting the news. Yeah, but he's yeah. reading. I mean, he'll, if you go and you watch Tim K, he's got three different channels. One of them is his, uh, Tim Cast is his live stream. And then he's got so like TimPool.com and some other yep, ones. Yep, yep. And so he'll spend like 20 or 30 minutes on a story and just sort of like, you know, lay it out for you. Yep. Like old school journalists used to do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, here's 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 the news. He live streams so it on YouTube. The day. You know, but I was shocked for them to talk. The, the thing for me that made it nuts was I was shocked that they were talking about RP concepts to that level of detail yeah. on a mainstream media outlet and i was like oh this is crazy that they're talking about this mm -hmm. and they actually used your graph in it of course although they, they referred to your graph in there mm -hmm. about you know how uh the ages uh, the inverse switching you know right with, yeah with, yeah the, the, the sexual market value exactly. graph that i put out way back in like so i actually, was i, was I put that out on my blog before it even made it into my book so yeah. that's like 2010 you know, say something fresh but, sorry go ahead but my thing is for example if red pill goes mainstream is it still red pill yeah i feel like this this community that we have mm -hmm. here it's special because it's not out there in the main, main public's eye. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have something here that, for example, is community. And we as a group, as people, as men, we understand the world in a different light than most people do. Mm. So if it becomes mainstream, is it going to have the same effect as, as it does now? That's, mm. that's my way of thinking. Like, I don't think it should go mainstream anyway. Uh, one of the things I get criticized for, as you probably already know, is I'm very vocal and very verbose right people are yeah. like, oh, you did took you did three hour live stream i was like well because the concepts that i get into you can't just if there's no elevator pitch for the red pill i yeah. that's whenever i go it's on very deep whenever i do any i'm glad thank you for having me on this nice friendly you know show right here because like i can i'm i'm a i can comfortably explain things to you when i'm in uh when i'm being interviewed by somebody like uh uh was it, is it alex those two those two Hale, dorks alex those Hale two or Char 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 yeah charlie <laughs> what, and ben, what are their names again charlie and ben podcast. i'm gonna say it real quick those dudes are bitch ass <laughs> niggas man yeah. I, I watched that interview and they're bro they're so they don't understand the male experience because mm -hmm. they have clout they're, no, no pause. They're good looking guys. They mm -hmm. haven't dealt with hypergamy like normal guys have. They mm -hmm. can't speak from any type of experience. So like when they're asking me these questions, like I disagree with that. But and it's like I was like, bro, you guys don't understand the male experience because you guys aren't in the trenches like us. When you have clout and you have uh, money and you have status, you don't deal with a lot of the BS that normal guys do. So they mm -hmm. obviously don't know what they're talking about. And I, and I yeah. hate guys that have like certain privileges coming in and trying to tell guys that are in the trenches dealing with women as a normal guy. Trying mm. to tell them, oh, well, there's no my experience. Who cares if it's not your experience? Yeah. You haven't dealt with it because you have a certain level of success that that makes life a little bit easier for you compared to Anec other guys. Anecdotal yeah. experiences will not be the benchmark for for new concepts in the red pill, and yeah. that's what a lot of these guys have a have a real problem. Why with. that interview piss me? They off, want bro. something. They want like, something that's they want something that's easily digestible. As I was saying before, red pill sounds like oh, red pill. You know, yeah. like it sounds like it's something that is easy to hate on. Yeah, and it's it gives a name to your enemy is what it does, right? It sounds exactly. very like vaudevillian and and you yeah, know, right? and like melodramatic. Evil. Like ah, I'm Doctor Red Pill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that's what they want. They want ease something that's easily hateable. They like I used and I used to, they want to vilify. This is this is so bad, but like I can remember when Paul Elam was like sort of the face of the Red Pill or face of like the MRAs or whatever. And I mean, the guy when his eyes are open like all the way wide and everything, he kind of looks like Charles Manson. No, uh, you know, and but that's what they're looking for. That's they're they looking want. for yeah. that frothing at the mouth kind of guy. Ha! Ah, now we we discredited him. Now well, let's even on. on their thumbnail, they tried to make you look like kind of crazy. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they those, all do. Those, those, everybody those, does. Those two, those two guys when they put you on the thumbnail and everything, yeah. they like try to like use mm -hmm. that to like kind of like 
oh, let's attack the old, idea like yeah. he's crazy. He's old, old man del- shouts at the clouds. Yeah, delusional yeah. old man, like <laughs> evil, like, oh. Like, and, it's like, and it's like, no, like you guys don't get it because you guys don't know the real male experience because you guys aren't in the trenches, man. Like, yeah. I, like, and so, is- so, here's, so here's the thing. Even, even, if they, even if they do that, even if they say, okay, yeah. that Rolo, he's crazy. Look at his wild hair, right? Even if they just you know, dismiss me and I go away, yeah. they can't dismiss the, what's going on in the sexual marketplace. Absolutely. They can't yeah. dismiss yep. what everybody on, on Twitter, on social media, on Reddit, on any, you name the platform. The message is constant. It's, well, it's, it's, it's the message, but the observations of these guys is is a constant thing. Yep. So you can go say, "Oh, you're an incel." Ha ha. You know, "Oh, you're a you're a black pill. You're you're a MGTOW, whatever it is," and mm-hmm. just sort of dismiss them. But it's building and it keeps building more and more yep. and more. Yep. And somebody has to explain it. Somebody has Facts. to be there to go and, and say, "Look, this is why what's going on is what's going on." So mm-hmm. if it's not going to be me, it's going to be somebody who comes after me. It's yep. going to it's not going to be my book, it's going to be somebody else's yep. book. Like I said, you can take all of this away but you can't take away the observation because it's in your face all the time right yep, now. Yep. So when these guys are like, you know, if they're, it's it's entertaining to to make fun of the old guy or course, whatever it is. But you're not going to be able to remove that truth of really what the red pill has been observing for a long time. And that's why I keep trying to say there's there's no there's no like elevator pitch. There's no simple way to say this is what the, the red pill really is, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it's about intersexual dynamics and it's understanding that, but it's also sociology, psychology, evo psych, evo bio, anthropology, a little bit of religion, maybe a little bit of, of politics too, but it, there's crossovers into so many different subfields right. because intersexual dynamics is really the basis of all those things, yeah. right? And we get more women notes. in politics, more women in the workplace, more women in religion, more women, in, you know, and so would it not behoove you to understand women and men's nature Absolutely. so that you have a better you know, grasp but so you can live in the in this new order that's coming up? And here's man. another thing too, man. I just want to say this real quick. We got 1,000 live viewers, by the way. Guys, I'm not going to stop it. I'm just okay. going to, guys, like the video, okay? Um, But I'll just say this real fast mm-hmm. because here's the thing. The RP is nothing more than guys sharing notes all across the world mm-hmm. about their experiences with yes. women. It's an aggregate exactly. of male information. Male and me experience. and Fresh, right? Perfect examples of this. Both we we grew up nerds. We weren't necessarily the best with the ladies, mm-hmm. but we figured out how to do this thing, and now we're pretty successful ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both uh, triple digit notch count. He's in the quadruples, <laughs> and um, I'm here to tell you guys right now as a guy that came up, these truths are are they're evident, man. And it's like, yeah. you know, I always say, don't take coaching from a guy that's a natural. He ain't going to yeah. be able to tell you how he did it. You can't take it from guys that were in your shoes at one point mm-hmm. and figured it out because they can walk you through the steps. They were in your awkward stage. This is why, like when you interview those two guys, mm-hmm. these concepts seem foreign to them because they never had the come up. You know, they've mm-hmm. kind of always been ha- like, had the chat are... book, had some clout that like, don't yeah. listen to guys like that because their experience with women is completely different from the regular guy. Remember what I told you about when when I was here with Hotep and there was what Tia and Madi and yeah, and, oh yeah, I don't yeah. think he was with us. Too, all right? the ladies, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, uh, and people got all over got all over me about like, oh, what are you, you're not going to change their minds. Why are you even bothering? Well, I would never bother with that. It's not for them mm-hmm. that I, I'm not. I know I'm not going to convince a 19 yeah. year old girl that you know here's yeah. the red pill and you should change your life. Of That's not, not going to happen. I no. know that. It's for your education, not for her education. Exactly. But but the, but here's the thing: is that I told you guys this too. You will reach a point of diminishing return Returns. with you did that last night with the with the girls that were here. Of course, yeah, right? you, you will reach a point of diminishing return where you can you can state your case as rational and reasonable as possible. You can show them statistics, the numbers, everything else, and you're not speaking the same language. Yeah, yeah. And 
Char- Charlie and Ben, uh, other other guys who I've I've gone in who are uh, who are not Red Pill podcasts, but I've gone on. The first thing they say is, "Who hurt you?" Right? Well, <laughs> yes. the reason why they do that is because <laughs> stupid. Okay, but why do they do that? Why is why is that the first thing out of their mouths? Because they're starting from an emotional like basis, an emotional origin. Yeah. So who hurt you? Well, because I don't agree with what you're saying, that means there must be something in your past that made you this way because exactly. you're not normal like the rest of us here, exactly. right? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm giving you the data. I'm giving you the statistics. I'm showing you the numbers. I'm showing you my analysis, my the praxology, praxeology yep. of the red pill. Yep. What they're doing is they're starting from a, an emotional perspective. Yep. Women do this all. It's easy to see that yep. when, when I've got Tia here yep. or I've got Madi here, right? Mm-hmm. But- the same thing happens, that point of diminishing return. Maybe it takes a little longer, but for Charlie and Ben, for, for people who are like, who are completely Philly on, good, good example, <laughs> right? You know, not, not, no, not putting anybody yeah, on Philly blast, on. Stupid. But, <laughs> but, that's the, but that's the mechanics of it. The mechanics is they're starting from an emotional basis. You're starting from a rational, reasonable basis, and they have to which they have no real counter argument for. And it c- clashes with their beliefs in that emotionality. Oh, I've got to feel good about yeah, things. For women, it's easy to see that, but you have to sort of work your way up to that point of diminishing returns with guys like Charlie and Ben or yep. whoever else. They're the, they're basically the the male equivalent of Tia and Maddie. Yep. Just mm-hmm. takes a little longer to get to it. And it's amazing yeah. how like male uh, like male content creators that like never really had to come up getting good with women that like kind of had the clout from the beginning. Guys mm-hmm. like Philion, Curtis Connor, but these two clowns, they're challenging our belief system because mm-hmm. they've never dealt with what we're talking about because they didn't have to deal with the adversity of like Oh, I'm going to try to attract this girl from like zero. These guys always had some kind of perceived status that the girl was already attracted to from the beginning a lot of the time. But you know what it is? Yeah. They have the clout and they have the following. Yeah. So whatever they say is going to be held as gospel. Yeah. And you yeah. know why they have that following? Yeah. Because they, they're based in emotion. Yes. And that's what that's what that gets you subs, that gets you <laughs> comments, that gets you views. Yeah. They want that. Fee- and I, I and I, I love the guy to death. So I'm this is I'm not putting him on blast. Kevin Samuels yeah. does exactly this because when he brings a chick on there and he's talking, he's getting that rise, that indignation factor. The reason why he has the audience and the and the reach that he does is because he's putting that gr- he's he's telling that girl point blank, this is what's happening with you. Yeah. Now he, you can do that in as, as reasonable and rational way as you possibly and can. And always respond with, I pe- feel like. Exactly. I feel this. I feel that. Yeah. They'll, they're going to talk about feelings. And the people who are watching all this transpire on the screen, yeah. they're getting off on that indignation. The girls certainly are. Yeah, and yeah. the guys are too because they're going, yeah, 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 <laughs> finally. Somebody's yeah. telling these bitches yeah. what's what. Like the guy, the, all and the dudes watching, they're just they like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what they feel. Exactly. So look at the, the, so you can start from a point of like reason and rational rationality yeah. but your viewers are emotional the chick you're talking to emo- is, yeah. is is super emotional and you're trying to be sort of the voice of reason yeah. in all of this and you're getting i mean you could build a brand off of that right? and the dudes are just rubbing their hands like Birdman, just like wow just loving it 100%. okay we got some super chats let's hit them real quick all right the godfather uh 94 rollo is way too humble so many bums profit off <laughs> his invaluable original work, and they uh, fail to I am give the, him. I am the, the R and D. I'm the R and D department for the man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and guys, research and development. I always cite, cite my sources. I'm like, hey, Rollo always says this, blah blah blah. You guys, you gotta, you gotta pay homage, man. All right, who's up next? Uh, thank you, Caffeine God. Okay, Rollo, you speak of uh, God. Sad. He's interviewed a porn star gone mom who makes prego of videos of weird stuff. Okay, only fans he means. Okay. 
Thank you, uh, Kevin C with two dollars super chat. Big fan of Rolo, Aaron Clary, and Fresh and Fit. Thank Thanks you so Kevin. much, Kevin. You will see all of us in studio here very mm -hmm. soon. Ricky Webster, Myron Rolo, <laughs> Fresh, and C Pox and French Toast props. Do French Toast. Thank Ricky. you so much, Ricky. Thank you, man. Uh, we got Big Jim Melbourne out of Australia. Rolo, what's your view of the future in dating? Don't worry, Ooh, we will cover that in our discussion. You, Excellent question. That's a good one. Vladimir back in the house. Rolo, how has hypergamy adjusted itself with the COVID pandemic and lockdown? I see a crazy amount of dog moms using pets as crutches mm -hmm. for living emotional support <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of marrying up. Don't worry, we will discuss Rich that. Rich talked well. about that today. As so, the future of, of dating, and then we'll talk about the pandemic dating. Uh, yeah. Myron is the man. Rolo, your book blew my mind. Thank you so uh, Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Oh. Uh, he has the hat. He has, he has one of my pictures. That's Hilarious. Funny. Thank you. Uh, Myron is the man. Uh, we got Cal L uh, with the Canadian ten dollars. Thank you, Fresh and Fit. I'm impressed. The first week of high value course, and looking forward to this week. I see all the hard work you put in. Keep it up, and shout out to producer Chris. Thank you so much. By the way, guys, thank you, man. Chris doesn't have a hat on right now. This nigga look like Dr. Dre. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joshua the King, five dollars. Uh, good evening, Mr. Tomasi. I'm working on a book of my own, and I wanted to know cool. what is your process of getting your outline written. Three piece no biscuit. Uh, okay. We'll cover that. Yeah, at the I'll end definitely too. tell you about uh, that. Chris, keep that one safe. I like talking about because I already know things. the pandemic and modern dating is what we're going to talk about, and then we'll keep that one safe. Jake, ten dollars. Rollo often says women want men to just get it, but also fear men becoming aware of their own high value. Aren't these statements contradictory? No. We will discuss that as well. Don't worry. Uh, these are great questions for RP to go mainstream. Wouldn't they have to acknowledge in some way it holds truth? They don't like to acknowledge truth. That's why it's RP. Yes or no? Don't worry. We're going to break that down right they now. They don't like to acknowledge the bad feelings that yeah. come from the truth. Yes. And mm -hmm. we're going to analyze that right now, the Tim Pool thing as well. Uh, Zomboy999, I recently finished book four. I've always wondered why you're a believer. Hmm. The afterward is by far the, the best part. It explains so well what I've been thinking, but can never put into words. Thank you. I've, I've said it before, too. I the rational so. mail connects the dots for you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, these books, reading them as growing up as a Muslim, connected so many dots for me. And I was like, oh, now it makes sense why girls do the, <laughs> the things they do. Brass Mustache, $5 Super Chat. Is the sexual appeal of tattoos on men rooted in culture? Or is there something deeper? Tattoos Association historically sure. with warriors are universal. Okay, we'll save that That's one. That's a very well. good question. That's a good That's question. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Chris will save that one. Hang on, on to that. Yeah. Uh, Andy on the block, Canadian $2. Great webinar earlier today. My dudes, thank you so much. Andy, you, Andy. I appreciate it, yeah. Andy. We did uh, a Zoom call on networking with Stunt Lifestyle. Uh, Manny Singh, Canadian $5. With men's innate protector dynamic, are they more likely to take bullets for women who are more genetically viable <laughs> as opposed to those who aren't? Absolutely, they are, bro. There's dudes that will simp and die over girls that don't yes. like them. Yep. Um, North, South, $2. The sexual marketplace situation has hit critical mass. We will discuss that as well. Oh. Excellent questions, guys. Uh, anything else, Chris? Yeah, hold on one second. <laughs> okay. We got, guys, the chat. Yeah, let me on scroll fire. all the way down the here. The chat's on fire. Guys, like the video, by the way. I really don't want to stop the show. Like the video, guys. Help us in the algorithm because these haters guys, are coming after sub us. Sub to the channel as well. Sub to the channel. Producer. Uh, Cal L, <laughs> uh, $5 Canadian, Rolo, dope t-shirt, Frank F and Castle, another shout out to producer Chris. Thank Boom. you so much. Thank yeah, you, bro. We're out here punishing these chicks that fuck up. Uh, Chris, uh, D don't give a F $5 Rolo. When's the next Manosphere party in Vegas? I'm dying to go out mm. and party with the all He's going to be here in Miami. He's going to be here in Miami. That's another <laughs> reason why Rolo's in here. Yeah. Guys, we'll make an announcement on that. Uh, anything else? Uh, uh, Kamuri Joe, $5. Much respect to you three gentlemen. Thank you Thank so you, much. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, and then Red Pill Mike in the house. Are there any specific factions that are still trying to include themselves into the RP praxology that have drifted so far from the foundation? You see no real correlation to the mm -hmm. rational male. Yeah. Excellent question. Yeah. We'll save that Hang one on as well. That. Hang on to yeah. that one. Chris will save that one. RP always asking the thought provoking questions. Alexander Hernandez. I've watched Myron since he broke things down on the whiteboard. Damn. Thank you so much, Alex. You've been watching the old videos. The fitness ones that no one watches. Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Alex. Anything else? 
I believe I missed one or two, but uh, I'll, I'll catch it and then. All later. right, we're caught up and cool. okay. So um, mm -hmm. go ahead back to we were talking about. T uh, we're gonna get into the Tim Pool thing, right? Yeah, I With, I, just, uh, I, uh, I think uh, was one of the questions was something about critical mass. Like, have we reached a critical mass? Yeah. Of being, I think I I don't think so, not yet. Okay. Um, I think that and. With as, marketplace. as encouraging as it seems to have somebody of the uh, let's say the reach of Tim Pool, and remember, um, Tim Pool's uh, channel in some markets or in some ways is bigger than CNN right now. Yeah, right. he gets forty thousand so, live viewers, man. Yeah, when so he goes on, yep. it's crazy. So I do agree with you in the sense that like maybe that's the new mainstream. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I get it, and it's it's great that he's talking about it. I don't think that it's any it's it didn't shock me or surprise me that they would bring this up because I see a lot of other people doing the same thing. A right? lot of celebs are RP aware, man. It's just that they can't put it they out can't, there, right? Because it, as soon as you associate yourself to this, people are immediately going to say you're misogynist, you're chauvinist, whatever it is. So they're scared. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, I guarantee you guys, yeah, he's oh, yeah. probably read your book, Rollo, or oh, something. And, like, and okay, so I don't. <laughs> How flattering would that be, right? Yeah. But um, I, I think that admit it, but... a lot of guys who are a lot of guys who are red pill, sort of either they are by by design, by like they are educated, or else they're just naturally that way. Like they understand, they get it. Yeah. Like we we're just saying a minute yeah. ago, they understand women, they understand masculinity, they understand women's nature and men's nature, and they can work within that framework. Mm -hmm. Those guys are not going to be the guys who are writing books. Those guys are not going to be the guys Facts. who, yeah, because they're they're busy. Leonardo DiCaprio is busy banging twenty three year old girls because he doesn't <laughs> go past twenty five yep. and the next movie. Yep. Right. That's yep. that's pretty much it. And you know what? He's good with that. And you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, how come uh, how come a guy like Jeff Bezos isn't doing like you know millionaire masterminds and stuff? Well, because he's busy running a company or he's busy doing something else. I'm I'm using him just sort of facetiously here, but mm -hmm. like, why is it that these because they're focused on their mission? This is what they. That's just what they they're doing is what they're doing. Yeah. And so when when we talk about have we reached a critical mass yet for for red pill, I think that what uh, this goes back to the this, the uh, the question about like just get it versus, you know, like uh, being aware of, of what I think when I wrote that essay, just get it, I was uh, saying that women want a guy who just gets it. They want a guy who doesn't have to learn how to be masculine. Yep. He, they want to be with a guy who didn't have to go to your seminars or to, to John's body language mastery yeah, or learn game from, from mystery method or anything like that. Yep. They want to get with a guy who already knows that yep. naturally, magically, whatever, because yep. that's just who he is. That's his nature. Because women think that men on have the same social calibration that they think that men should have the same social calibration right. that they do. And it's funny. So many mm -hmm. times on the show, the late, the late night show goes to be like, oh, what percentage of guys are sleeping with girls? Mm -hmm. say 100%. So they 90%. Think, yeah. Crazy number. They, they think that most, most guys fallacy. have the yeah. same options as them, but it's not true. No. It's it's crazy. Like one thing that these late night interviews have revealed is that a couple things. One, women are delusional, right? Yeah. Like 1000% delusional. And then yeah. the other thing too is that they are 1000% unaware of the male experience. Yes. Like the solipsism mm -hmm. is so strong because like when you ask them something like, well, what do you think a guy wants in a woman? They always telegraph what they want in a man. Yeah. Oh, well, he wants a woman that's strong, independent, makes her own money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, no. Stupid. Actually, he wants like the complete opposite, but they can't understand mm -hmm. that attraction is asymmetrical. I think that's one of women's, like, especially modern-day women from Western countries, yeah. that's one of their biggest downfalls is thinking that attraction is symmetrical for men versus women. And then they find themselves, why can't I land these high-value guys? It's because the things that high-value guys want aren't necessarily what they yeah. provide. And it's like 
But they're like, but I do everything that he does. He should want me. And it's like, no, baby nope. girl, guys no. make money to not deal with that bullshit. Yep. So well, what uh, the, I think what ahead, the, the problem is, is that women still to this day in a gynocentric social order. And again, something that's in book four. Mm -hmm. I talk about uh, the blank slate equalism, the blank slate. Yes. And I talk yes. about social constructivism in there. Yes. Constructionism, whatever. Uh, the idea that the only reason you are the way you are is because this nebulous society made you that way. You only like hot centerfolds with big tits and blue eyes and blonde hair yeah, yeah. because the evil society made you that way. No, I want to have sex with a hot piece of ass. Is that yeah. That's my biological evolutionary imperative. Yeah. Yep. But the moment you say that, the moment you say that there are differences are fundamental biological, psychological, neurological hormonological differences between men and women then you've, you've you've put the experiences into different categories yeah and women don't want to believe that 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 that's the way it works yeah so especially now because all the benefits that women have accrued since the sexual revolution have been based on blank slate equalism Facts. being the, the the fundamental belief set of everything that they're doing right yes so so when when you have Karen in here and she's yeah, talking yeah. about, well, I, I make six figures and yep. I like every one of the girls that was here yep. when I came in and we said, what what other value do you bring to the table besides your ass? Right. There's yeah. like the, the Patrice O'Neill joke. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. lost your vagina, how would you keep a man? Kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Right. And everyone. Well, I have a job and I have a I've got my own business. It's like, no. Those are the qualities and the aspects that make a man attractive. Yes. Not what makes it for to a, a woman. Right. Yeah. They're, those are not translatable back to you. Yeah. But in a blank slate equalist society, it should. Yeah. It should be that way. Yeah. It's, and that's the, the basis and the belief set yep. right there. So it's like, I'm a and strong. She kept saying it's not fair. Man. I don't know if you noticed that. She kept saying it's not fair. Yeah. And I it's was like, not. like it's, it's not fair. And yeah. I told her there's privileges <laughs> that women have that men don't. But men don't cry about the fact that. We don't get men just people just giving us money because the way we look. We don't get certain privileges and, and like mm -hmm. access to social situations that men yep. would never get. For a man, you really have to provide some kind of value to get into a club for free, to get invited to exclusive situations, to meet celebrities, whatever. Mm -hmm. Women just get that invite for being women. And they don't they don't understand the privileges they have that men would never get. I would argue that women have more privileges than men do in today's society. Mm -hmm. it, they don't have to sign up for they have more rights. Service. They have more rights than men do. They absolutely they do. have more rights than In men today's do. day and age. And so I, I always think that's funny because whenever I see the, 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 the pink pussy hat brigades, you know, marching on the women's yeah. and by the way, March is like women's uh, empowerment history, March yeah. uh, month, whatever. But when you see them out there marching in the streets with big pink pussy hats and everything, and they're marching for their rights, it's like, what rights don't you have? Yeah, seriously. Tell me what they are. Yeah. I would like to know what rights you, you don't have they and have you still more. don't have. Because you have rights that men do not have. Absolutely. If I don't sign up for selective services, in some cases, I can't vote. In some cases, I can't get a loan. I can't certainly can't get student can't loans. Can't get a government job. I can't yeah. get a government job. I can't do, I, you know, in some cases, you can't even get a driver's license. Yeah. Yo, know, I'd be confused when I see a chick that's hot and she's broke. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, like, I'm really stupid. Well, yeah. and then, and then, yeah. then we're gonna base like, uh, you know, feminism is e it's about equality. Well, if it was about equality, you would be marching on Washington to be treated equally, to be drafted, and have your own, yeah, have your own, uh, be part of selective services at the very least, right? Yep. Well, we don't want to do that because if we do, there's gonna be a, a certain section or certain faction of men who are gonna go, ah, I can't believe men are so pussies right now that we're expecting women to fight for them. It's that's what those guys are gonna say. And it's like you can't freaking win why win. because men and women are different that's why yeah man and i'll tell you this too because
because they, they want, like I always say it, women want equality when it suits them, but they also want to be treated like a lady when it suits them. The whole idea, like, oh, we're equal. We should be able to serve in the military or we should be able to play, play, play professional sports. Cool. Compete with men. Oh, no, we need another set of standards. By yeah. default of having another set of standards, that is not equality. Mm -hmm. Because here's the other thing, too. I personally think, and people are going to get mad about this, women shouldn't be in the military. Yeah, I know they're going <laughs> to... Oh, my God, what? Like... <laughs> I'll say it again. Women shouldn't see combat because they're not fit for it, bro. Like, like you, you put a woman in infantry with men, not only are you compromising the mission because guys are innately uh, more designed to, like, help and pr try to protect We evolved women. for combat. Yeah, exactly. We literally evolved for combat. And not only that, but guys will put themselves in a stupid position to save a woman that might not, that necessarily she might have made a mistake or she got wounded by combat. He'll put the squad in danger to save her because he's hardwired to do that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Men it's are protector dynamic. Yeah, and that's exact. That's a good. I'll answer that question right now. The protector dynamic, where the guy says, you know, do uh, what is it? Uh, are men more prone to like throw themselves in front of bullets if the chick's hot rather than if she's yeah. not? Yeah, probably <laughs> so. I I I, I don't know. A, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to say because I don't know that there are any statistics like, well, that chick is that's a that's a nine, that's a ten, that's an eight. Which one would you be more yeah. uh, apt to jump in front of? There? Yeah fresh <laughs> they're not doing experiments or research like yeah. that but um the, the fact remains is that men have an evolved innate protector dynamic for women yes yeah. and, and especially if that woman is young and fertile yes and we and you could see, you could see this historically even in the old testament it was like go and kill off all the men folk kill off all the boys exactly kill off all the women who've known a man before yep. but right. save the virgins for yourself drag them back to your tribe and have them as spoils of war those are your war brides yeah, yeah. god said so take them out and and that was that was the way it was yeah because that was pragmatic that was efficient that's how to increase your tribe and increase exactly. your people yep and so as why is that something that we would turn into sort of like a mythology or a, or a religion or a, 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 a way a, a latent purpose to yeah. actually that practice? Yep. Well, because it makes sense. There's an evolutionary purpose for that. Yeah. And men have an innate protector dynamic over women as it is in the first place. And I don't mean that like, well, I got to think about it. Like if the ship's going down, if it's like the Titanic and the yeah. Titanic's going down and you have time to think about it, you might think, yeah, screw her. I'm, yeah, 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 we're all equal. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm equal in the lifeboats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but when the bullets start flying and when it's an instantaneous thing, yes. that's when you will see men put themselves in front of bullets yes. or put themselves between bullets and, and women, the they don't shooting. even know. Yeah. In, in the Vegas shooting, a bunch of guys, yeah. you know, they ran laid, out on, to, top to, laid on top of mm -hmm. women to help them that they didn't even know. And the thing is, that's why bringing it back to combat why women shouldn't be in, in infantry and why they haven't been for, for decades is because men want to naturally protect women. And here's the other thing. They're weaker physically. Women are inferior to men. Yes, feminists, I said that. And on top of that, if a woman is captured in war, you know what they're going to do to her? They're going to literally violate her, tape it, and let everybody know, this is how we treat the United States. And then they're going to mm -hmm. like rape her on camera or something like that, or, or grape her on camera. <laughs> and that's going to, that's what we call psychological warfare. And that's going to, it's going to mess with the, with, with it's going to just mess with the, the war dynamics. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't think women should be in combat. Now, here's the thing. If she could pass the, the, the physical uh, limitations, that like the physical requirements that men can pass, put her in. Go ahead. But nine out of ten times, women are not going to be able to do the push-ups, the pull-ups, whatever yeah. it may be. You will, you will see You will see people, and probably even maybe even this in the comment there, you will see people who will link uh, pictures. Not like We're talking about the United States, right? Yeah. In Israel, in Israel, yeah. women have to serve in the military. Yes. And like, and yeah. and that's this is a really good point because a lot of people will say, well, don't, don't they have to? Aren't there? Isn't there conscription of women in Poland or it's certainly Israel? We know that. Yeah. Right? Yes, there is. 
because they cannot afford not to have the women. In yeah, there. yeah. And the reason why we're even having the luxury of having this conversation at this table about this right now is because we live in a nation where we can't afford to say, hmm, maybe we should let the little ladies pull the trigger once in a while. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Okay, let's give them a shot. Uh, exactly. You know, let's lower the standards so the girls can do a pull up. You yeah. Know? And so, but we can do that now. But if we were in a time of crisis, if yeah. we were in a time of war, if we were in a time of trauma, you would, those women would not be marching on Washington for the privilege to jump out of the landing craft Facts. on D-Day. They and would not be doing too. I think, I'll take it a step further. If yeah. I was in the military, I'm an able-bodied man, and they put a woman in my squad that's weaker, I would feel disrespected yeah. because now the whole unit, you're only as strong as your weakest components. Mm -hmm. So we have another point of failure that can mess all of us up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So she's not physically adequate. You're putting me in combat with someone that is not physically adequate for the job to appease social constructs of yeah. fairness. But now yeah. my life's on the line. So if I was in the military, firefighter, whatever, and I'm in danger, I need someone to drag me out 200 pounds. Some five foot three chick that's 140 pounds, she might be strong for her age or her height or whatever, but she's not strong enough to carry me. Now the whole unit is compromised. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If she could do it, Cool, but most of the time these these women cannot pass these physical fitness tests, go ahead, and that's fresh. the facts. Go, go ahead, fresh. fresh. Yeah, go ahead, I know. Man, you I, I talk, about talk, man. Yeah. talk about something. Talk about something. Y'all go at it. But um, speak it. Turns it <laughs> quality, right? For example, um, in this case, a lot goes right. They'll join the military for photo ops and to look good and be mm -hmm. part of the conversation. So they're seen as a distraction because guess what? She has some fun with one of the um troops. They create this uh, relationship. She's sleeping around. Next thing you know, they're fighting over her. So it's a big distraction it's as well. Space. Like, it is a big distraction. It's a space. So can go yeah. on in that environment. Facts. And then also as well, what's she going to do? Post on Instagram. Oh, I'm here in the military here. Yeah. Basically, they be doing that. It's a big L because it's a distraction. It is. It is a big distraction. Yeah. And that's that's another thing, guys, that don't understand. Like in the barracks, when you're like seeing this chick all the time, whatever, because yeah. she's going to sleep with someone in the unit. I'm telling 100%. you guys that right now. 100%. And it's going to mess it up for everybody else. So yeah. women don't. I'm going to say it. I don't care what anybody says. Call it hate speech. Whatever you want to say. Women should not be in combat, especially infantry, where there's like literally like serious danger where you got to be on top of your game. And I would feel disrespected as a soldier yeah. if I had to serve alongside someone that was physically inferior to me that if I got hit, she couldn't drag me out of fire. If I was a firefighter, any type of public service where physical strength is a requirement for the job and she can't adhere to the male standards, but yeah. they put her in out of fairness, I would feel some type of way about that because now my life is based on her performance, which mm -hmm. quite frankly, doesn't measure up to the men. That sense of fairness that you're talking about right there yeah. only exists if we prioritize blank slate equalism. Bang! Mm. Only exists. Well, I I've, I, uh, I I put it in uh, in book four, as a matter of fact, there's a, a, a chapter in there about equality and what I've called the lie of equality. Yeah. And you were just saying a minute ago, like women are the weaker sex, right? Yep. Okay. I, I don't call them the weaker sex in this book, but they are most definitely the most vulnerable sex yep. because gestation and the conditions, the, the physical experience, the, the life experience of a woman is different from men. And that experience is vulnerability, which is why they look for security in the long term yep. once they get past, you know, a certain age. Right. Thanks. So yep. it's a, they're they're trying to maximize their their uh, attractive years, their, their arousal years, the 20, you know, their sexual market value peak years. Mm -hmm. But as I've said before, is that the rest of their life from like, say, their non-viable years, let's just say that maybe they get to 30, 31 or whatever, and they're not as sexually competitive as they were when they were 23. Mm -hmm. They're going to spend more time. Women will spend more time in their life needing security needing long-term security needing that needing that dutiful beta needing that guy who's going to you know take care of you know, protect provide and be parentally invested mm -hmm. until she's 
you know, 80 years old. How long? I hope you live a good long life, but like yeah. it's, you know, 85 years old. The, the vast majority of a woman's life is going to be spent in need and necessitous of security. So that's why you get things like blank slate equalism. That's why you get like, let's change up the society. Let's, let's make sure that we can ensure mm. that women's security will always be around and we can do that in wealthy societies. And because of that, we can in, in entertain ideas like social constructionism, mm -hmm. like, like blank slate equalism. So when we talk about like what's fair and what's equal, mm -hmm. like for me, if I, I'm a man, I'm a biological male human being. And if I want to have a baby, it's very unfair and very. Un what's up guys. Myron Gaines here. One half of the fresh fit podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started unequal that I can't do that. Well, that's because my experience as a male, sorry, it's unfair. Yeah. That's the way it's going to be. But for women, women are the vulnerable sex because they yes. have to take a kid and they have to, where they have to gestate the child. They're going to be vulnerable. They have yeah. been so from the time we were running around on sub-Saharan African savannas. Yeah. Right. So, so that translates over into that insecure. Like the reason I'm saying this is because yeah. that vulnerability translates over into women saying, I, on some level of consciousness, on mm -hmm. some level of evolved, you know, subconscious, not limbic knowledge, whatever. Yeah. They know that they're going to need that security in the long term, mm -hmm. even if it's already provided for them. The need for it is still pressing on them all the time. Absolutely. So yep. when we talk about, oh, like women will lose their minds whenever you say, well, women are the weaker sex. How dare Yeah, they you? go nuts when I say Have that. Have you seen Gina Carano? She <laughs> could kick your ass. Like that, like they would, they, she's a tank, yeah. you know, like, it's, yeah. So they'll they'll and they, they'll refer to some one percent. Well, yeah. exactly. Well, women tend to operate in uh, what's known as the apex fallacy. They're yeah. always looking at Facts. the most extreme example of yeah. whatever agrees with their particular ideology or what they what they think should be the right yeah. thing. Right. So, like, men are in charge of everything, and it's a patriarchal society. And like, yeah, for the top one percent of guys, yep. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But for the, the vast majority of the population below that 1%, it's all women who are in positions of power and in positions of authority. And below them are the guys who are supporting them. Yep. That's how it works out in the larger, like if you look at the, the pyramid at the top, there might be mostly men at the top, yeah. but then there's a lot of women and then there's a lot of men. And they're heavily right influenced by, them. people say, oh, well, the president's male. Guys, Joe, Joe Biden? He has a bunch of like Kamala Harris will be president before August 1st. There you go. John prediction MLD right there. prediction right there. And here's the thing, guys, even though he's in office, count he, on it. He has a lot of feminist ideals in his legislature, man. So yeah. let's hit these super chats real quick because I know they're piling up. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, whiteboard. We read that one. Thank you, Alex Hernandez. I appreciate the long time support, my friend. We got blackout with the Canadian 10. I got the two copies of the Roll Tomasi book. It is a Bible for any men <laughs> serious about understanding RP. Uh, fresh and fit, great show and fire contact. Kudos, gentlemen. Thank you so thank much, you, Black God. We got Garth Connell, three dollar, $30. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Get on, man. Uh, $30 super sticker. We got uh, Zachariah White Elk, uh, just sub. subbed. Great stuff. Thank you thank so you, much, man. guys. Sub to the channel. We got 1,100 live viewers right now. Yep. Uh, we got, uh, let's see here. I cannot pronounce that, but Rolo, if men, if men Facundo. red pilling were to have some kind of 
right of passage to manhood how would hmm. it be at what age oh. any new episodes on the on an essay for women okay don't worry about sure. that we will answer that chris will save that uh we got tom may the issue with the term rp is that it receives the same treatment in the lexicon as the conspiracy it used mm -hmm. to be it used to generate a single term to outright dismiss any facts or concepts absolutely people try wow. to dismiss it there right away <laughs> uh Adrian, great point. Uh, Adriano Valentino, Australia. Shout out to the Aussies. Yo, we get a lot of love from yeah, Australia, bro. We do. I can't on you, mate. Bro, I've noticed yeah. this. All the countries that have very strong feminism yeah. support the hell out of us. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. Canada and Australia. Australia you, guys, you guys really fuck That's with true. us. Yeah. That is true. Myron Roland Fresh just want to give you guys a big hug. I'm very centered, focused, and successful now. Thanks to you guys for helping me along the way. God bring bless you. Thank you so much, man. Virtual hug for you. Oh, right, bring bring it in. And then uh, Vladimir again. Vladimir, back in the house. Girls hit the wall at the epiphany phase at 28 to, through 31 and become buzzer beaters. Yet I'm 30 buzzer and my latest play <laughs> was 21 years old. Gents, it gets better with time. Yeah, it that's does, hilarious. Man. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams for the funny terminology. Yep. Always also, uh, Shan Mack, $50 super chat. My boy Shan. Thank you, brother. A part of the Fresh of Fifth Fam. Yep. Always awesome when you have Rolo on the podcast. Black belt level sage wisdom. Appreciate hmm. it. Myron and Fresh. Apologize for missing class today. Don't worry about it, bro. It's going to be up there. We have Stunt Lifestyle yep. in there talking about Networking. networking. So uh, definitely yep. catch on the replay. Uh, Vladimir, again, War Brides, first book. Great point brought up. Absolutely, mm -hmm. man. Uh, we got uh, North, North, South. Good traits are so important that evolution sacrifices Sims' genes to advance the mother's genes slash traits. Mm -hmm. She may reward him with one of his own kids. Absolutely. Good point. <laughs> uh, Will, 499. Women want all the benefits without the struggle. Facts. Their inclusion in our army. Uh, in our army SOF community is destroying it's the brotherhood male, male space. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Uh, they crumble under a ruck. Absolutely, bro. They're not. They're not fit for combat, man. And I got another quick point after we read these. Uh, Vladimir again. Worse. How about a transgender in your army? No, man. <laughs> we are going to talk about that. It's coming. Uh, Rich Bachelor four ninety nine. It's the uh, it's the ACFT now, and the standards are neutral now. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. the, I think he means the fitness test. And then we got Garth Connell with the fifty dollars super chat. Thank you, Garth. Rolo needs to drop the mic. Uh, we could after, but that's an expensive Boom. mic. Boom. <laughs> uh, not this sure mic. This uh, SMB7 would not be a good idea. Uh, North, South, tw uh, $2. Uh, Rolo, why do you think MRA Mark Angel uh, Angeluki uh, killed? killed? Okay, we will answer that. Save that one, Chris. That one's a little off topic. And then uh, that's right. Big Jim Melbourne, uh, $5 Australian. Again, women divorcing men, removing men in fam, uh, single moms. Bring up kids with feminist mindset and always attacking men's word. Men's word is the future controlled by women. We will answer that as well in our mm -hmm. future predictions. Chase uh, Rubido, uh, ten dollars. I don't know what is more fire right now. This podcast or my legs during these dumbbell split squats. Love the show. <laughs> Absolutely, get in shape, go, baby. Man. Uh, uh, Fred Ward, 2099. Extreme example. Amanda Nunez. Nunez. Thank you. Uh, Big Jim Melbourne again. Time to stand up now. And Gen Alpha holds the key. Uh, okay, we will definitely answer that. North South again. Angela Kuki, uh, the woman he referred before, was on a uh, super CT case to make women serve. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Victor Gonzalez, 499. I got book one and book of Pook. Yes, great Good. points. Good one. Andy on, from the block. If it weren't for the rational male, I would never have met Myron. Thank you so much oh, for that. Go. Daniel, uh, love your show. Don DeMarco, please, from Toronto. You know what? I'll there give you, you one just because you asked. What else? Canada. Uh, Funky V. Hey, Rolo, what do you think about Elliot Hulse's Catholic perspective uh, on the red pill saying that it's I've, better not to fornicate, to not get women addicted? We'll answer that at the end. That's way off I've topic. I've actually done workshop, a, a workshop with Elliot Hulse. Okay. I'd be happy to talk uh, about that. Edward Nigma, $5. What Rolo said about the pyramid is true. Just about everywhere in life, the structure is the pimp hierarchy. Pimps mm -hmm. over 
<laughs> Pimps over garden tools over tricks. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vladimir. Berry pickers. Good catch. I am from the CGA Chan reference here. Absolutely, man. Shout out to CGA. We got a little announcement about that, by the way, yeah. but maybe later on. Uh, Manny Singh. Uh, how do LGBT uh, rights tie into the feminine imperative? Women no. support it quite a bit more than men. Uh, well, I'll, we'll answer that at the end. That's a great point. I'll, mm -hmm. I will answer yeah. that why they support that side more. Uh, Brisk Clown, um, $5. Just got my Punisher shirt out to Myron. Roll on fresh. Thank you so much. Boom. Uh, Australia, thanks, guys. Rolo, you changed my life. Bam. Don DeMarco. Uh, let's see. Can't wait to see Aaron drink his scotch and get drunk. This is the best podcast ever. Rolo, hit the button. This is going to be a good week. This is going to be a very good week. Right, right here, Rolo. He wants you to hit oh, the, the Don DeMarco. Yeah. All right, there you go. Don DeMarco. I can't wait until everyone complains in the comments about all the super chats. And the oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Adriana, Australia. Another shout out to Rolo, to Rolo Myron, and Fresh. Thank you so much, you, man. Australia in the house. I think we're caught up now. Yeah, we're caught up. Bam. Okay. At least we're not stopping the show to make you give us more yeah. likes. Yeah. What, <laughs> about, what about the, the phone calls? Uh, Anybody call? Yeah, yeah, we got a bunch of people. On all, right, all right, all right. Do you want to? Did you have yeah. any other points on? Uh, no, it's fine. We can, we, we can, we can yeah. go. We can, we can take. Some, you guys have been waiting for for, for a minute for a while. Okay, let's, uh, let's but I, I will say this: if you're gonna if you're gonna do calls, make sure like you get to the point, and then I can because there's yes. a, there's a lot of people in the queue. Yeah, so. guys, yeah. one question, quit and uh, make it nice and brief. You know, not a story, not a story, no. please. All right, okay. let's go. We got someone waiting for forty nine minutes for fifty minutes. Actually, okay, yeah, give them. Let's go. Okay, let's do it. Fire away. Six seven eight. What's up, Colin? Peace, y'all. Hey. So, so this is this is my question. This is my question. I'm gonna be quick with it. Yeah. Um. So, in terms of like in the Red Pill community, of course you have like other Red Pill members endorsing other Red Pill members. But um, in terms of like Rolo, I know you're a technical guy. Uh, when it comes down to like behavior and all of that, and guys saying blue pill things, saying that they're Red Pill. I don't really know how I'm trying to ask that question. Y'all put some limitations around it, but I think y'all get the gist of what I'm saying, though. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't understand. I don't understand. No, I mean, I, I I get what he's saying. Uh, okay, so 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 for example, like Kevin Samuel says, high value male, right? Yeah. So basically, for me studying the red pill, like for three years, high value man was never put in that context. It's almost like he put high value male in the beta bucks blue pill perspective where and, and it's like people do some of these things with red pill concepts where they take the concept and they actually they go somewhere else with it that it really wasn't intended to be mm -hmm. like that okay so all right, I'll just make this very simple for you because I, I kind of see where you're going. Understand that being high value and red pill awareness are two completely different things, okay? Yeah. RP awareness is understanding how females really may select the unflattering truths. Being high value is you be understanding that you need to perform and you being able to perform and, uh, and achieving certain things as a man. Income, uh, you know, right. social awareness, social acuity, well, so, status, all that stuff. So it's two different so, concepts altogether. So how I heard, so how I learned it, pardon me, because I know y'all got other callers. No, no, no. Listen, how man, I yo, learned yo, yo, it. We're gonna, no, we're going to move on. No, 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 bro. We're going to move on. That's that's the answer to your question. We're going to move right, on because there's a well, bunch there's of people. A, there's a different, there's a fun, like I keep saying, like that. Red Hit pill is one, red uh, pill first. is a praxology. I said this yeah. on my show yesterday is it is the Chilton manual of the car. Yeah. that is intersexual dynamics okay yeah. so that's what a lot of people have like when you are trying to explain that to the girls that are here yeah like you're trying to tell you're you're basically reading the manual to them like okay yeah. the engine works this way and the spark plugs are here and all this other stuff and they're like 
but I just want to drive a really cute pink car down the street, right? Yeah. That's the that's the difference exactly, that's going yeah. on. And so what happens is the focus goes on to the the function yeah. rather than the actual construction yeah. of that that Absolutely. particular car. Women don't care about what's under the hood. They just want well, to drive the Mercedes. And so what happens yeah. is guys see that and they feel like, especially if they're trying to build a brand, they feel feel like they have to appeal to women who wants to drive the cute pink car yeah. while at the same time trying to sort out how to do that with all of this red pill knowledge and this yeah. red pill awareness. So it's like this, this reasonable statistical empirical data. How do I make that work? Yeah. For in some cases, you don't. Yeah. You have to. You have to figure it out for yourself. That's why I don't give prescriptions. That's why you're not going to see me making twelve rules for life. Yeah. Right. I'll yeah. write a book about game, and I'll tell you why those particular techniques work. work yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to say here one size fits all. Everybody, go right ahead and and, and do this, and yeah. you'll be a, you'll be a high value man. You'll be a quality man. You'll be a whatever apex man. I don't care whatever you want to title it. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that prescription. You have to come up with that prescription for yourself because exactly. I'm not you. You're not me. We're all we all come from different, different. Yeah, yeah you have a choice to make brother you make it's that context. choice if you want to be yeah. high value or not and then from there learn the game that's it man yeah man like being high value is a response to the competitive sexual marketplace of 2021 which is why me and fresh teach you you need to get on instagram you need to increase your value because women have yeah. all the options that's what we tell you guys is a response to the competitive sexual marketplace today let's hit these super chats liam a two dollars love from australia thank you so much thank you liam we got warrior son of wanderer thank you so much this is a fresh a fifth fan member right here Rolo, yeah. i've been meaning to get my hands on an electric guitar what Please advice do. would you give to a beginner? Keep up the great work. Love, uh, guys. Get love an ESP. This the Bam, there's Get your an answer. ESP LTD. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Dave uh, Dusher. I, I, you know, I'm going to, I don't, I hope Dusher. that's not your last name. Dasher. Okay. Dusher. Can Rolo talk about the mental Detective. gymnastics Amanda was engaging in last night when MG fed her RP about uh, potential choices in men? The binary extension was guys. Real. Don't worry. Don't we worry. will have it oh, in weird. air. Yes. So Dave, stay tuned yo, for this week. Okay. Yo, she's waiting for you. Bro. We will yeah. do a treat. She's waiting for we you. We will yeah. do a treat for you. Okay. Let's uh, continue on. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Just uh, I send you a Telegram some questions from earlier. So okay. Okay. So I got the questions. Uh, let's hit the next caller. Yeah, guys, caller. Let's do another caller. Uh, we'll do another 10. caller, guys. Before you get on, ask your question. Do not, please, do not be long-winded like the last guy. Yes. One question. And we'll go on because we got a million people. On the I line. appreciate your love, but yeah. we'll get to your question. All right. Uh, I think who's the who's the area code, Chris? Bring it. Five ten. Five ten. You're in the house, man. We'll roll out to Masi. What's your question? This man. Yeah. Salute from the UK, brothers. My question is: um, If you guys were 19 years old in 2021, mm. going through a drought and everything was locked down, what would you do in terms of dating? Wait. Your your question is: What oh, would you, if you it, were 19 and uh -huh. everything's locked down? What would you do in terms of dating? Yeah, uh, in, in the UK, right? In the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and they uh, are yeah. really I'll locked down. Time. Yeah, they're locked yeah. down for real. Dude, you're Yo. 19 years old. Take this time and improve your value, bro. Yeah. Increase your value. Hit the gym. Build. Focus on learning a new skill. Build. Dude, Build. at this point, bro, dating should be lasting on your mind. Yeah. If, if, if you're on dating apps and girls come to you, cool. But your main focus should be improving yourself in whatever way you can. Fitness, uh, learning a new skill, like I said before. Maybe even learn how to make money online. That should be your focus right now, bro. Because when you get older, it's going to be a lot easier. But right now, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, most guys are gonna whack off at home because they're bored. But don't waste time like, like like those guys. Focus on building building yourself up, bro. In 2021, women yeah. don't build; they move in. All right, yep. so you got to build it first. Just, uh, just imagine, like when you walk out the door, how much of a badass you'll be when exactly. you walk out the door. And that let that be your motivation. There you just go. Just build. Uh, yep. Let's hit. Um, all right, forget the women for now. Yeah, just yeah. increase your value, my friend. Work yeah. on you because your value is going to be low. You're 19 years old. Read right, books. Move on to the next guy. <laughs> Do we have a guys? Remember, super chats take first president. So if you want to cut the line, because we got a lot of people on the phone line, yeah. get it. Get the super uh, chat. Six four seven. Actually, uh, 
Okay, we'll hit 647, then I have Hold a couple up. of questions here. Yeah, cool. Go ahead. Shoot. 647, we got Canada in the house. What's up? Yep. Hey? Yeah, you're on, man. With, uh, you're, you're on Fresh Fit Podcast. Okay, cool. Welcome. Do you care? It's all about you. Yeah, I have a question to uh, run by Rollo. So I have, I have a bit of a red pill theory for myself. I actually asked a question before about why women are so much more in support of like LGBT rights and whatnot. Uh-huh. My personal my personal theory is that women actually view gay men. Hold on, do you have yo? Do you have a question? Right? Do you have a question? I love, yeah, love, love, love. yeah. So what do I think? Oh. Yeah, I actually want to know what, if you guys also believe if you if you uh you know if you agree with this kind of theory that I got. And that theory is make it quick, please. Yeah, yeah. So I think the reason women uh, support LGBT rights so much more than men is because I believe they see gay men as an extension of the sisterhood. Mm. All right, great point. We'll break um, that down right now real quick. Hit, um, um, uh, hit, um, close that call because he's lagging a bit, the, the, the sound. Sorry, man, your connection's bad, but we were able to hear what you said. Yeah. Um, okay, but he said it was an extension of what? So the LGBT- uh, Oh, the sisterhood. Yeah. Like they, they, they yeah. see those guys as part of sort of team woman. I yeah. was going to say this. So, yes, I agree 100% because there's a reason why like feminism aligns itself with like, you know, uh, affirmative action, uh, African-Americans, minorities in general. The reason why, guys, is because if the water raises for feminism, it raises for everybody else. But if it raises for minorities, it also raises for them. So mm-hmm. basically, I'll tell you guys the truth. Uncomfortable truth nobody wants to hear. The common enemy is the white man. That's what everyone is trying to uh, say. Oh, they have all the privileges. You're white privilege. You're white male. If you're a white male heterosexual, you know, a wasp, you are a public enemy number one in the United States it's nowadays. I'm saying this as it's a colored tough. guy. It's tough it's out tough. here for them. So they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna attack them. Right. This is exactly what Hitler did. Hey, let's uh, find a common enemy. We unite against them, and then bang. Say that we're being, you know, hel- uh, you know, uh, what's the word like. We're we're in a we're in a position of uh they have all the power mm-hmm. we're not in a position of power let's unite and take Oppression. them down yeah. we're yeah. oppressed right mm-hmm. so white men are the common enemy and then feminism minorities uh you know transgenders etc they just unite together because they know that if they all work together they'll be able to take down the alleged evil white male but I'm here to tell you guys that I think affirmative action a lot of time is BS you should be hired on your merit not on the color of your skin or mm-hmm. what's in between your pants that's some bullshit that's yeah. because that's a, because the reason you think that is because you're approaching this from a masculine understanding of what respect is yeah right it is a meritocracy that's the difference between you want to know what the fundamental difference between men and women is is men tend to be more capitalist women tend to be more socialist it's simple as that because again why why is that well because women are the vulnerable sex yeah. again that's why communitarianism uh one egalitarian we keep talking about uh, equal partnerships in re, in 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 marriage Fact, right yeah. yeah that's a female way of viewing marriage we all need to be equal here one for you and one for you and one for you and one mm-hmm. for you for men it's no you did a better job than fresh i'm going to pay you some more money for that yeah. because you did you perform different again burden of performance yeah. right that 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 molds the way that you think about certain concepts. Respect is a real easy example of that. Yeah. For women, you have a vagina. Oh, you don't respect women. Well, what did she do worthy of respect? Well, she's just a woman. Okay. Well, m- women just are. Men must become. Yep. That's a that's a manosphere catchphrase. But if you think why 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 would that be? Why was must men become and women just are? Like women will be like yeah. Ha-ha great for me yeah I'm, I'm for as long as you're hot and fun and 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 you know young hot and fat you know and, and fit right yeah um but the the way that they think women men and women don't think even in the same terms for women respect is just default respect Fact, right yep. you should respect him why 
Why do I have to respect them? Well, you you should just respect others and have a common respect for courtesy, common respect for others. Like that, there's that there's that side of respect. There's this, there's also the the respect that is a male understanding, which is respectability. Bam. You have to perform. You have to do something. I keep trying to tell these guys, particularly in the MGTOW community, it's like when I talk about burden of performance and you can't exit the game. It's not just about getting laid yeah it's about your performance at work it's about your performance with your family and you're yeah. in the military and your business and everything else your respectability depends on what you merit yeah. what did you do that makes you respectable yeah and so that's a male way of looking at it a female way is communitarianism for men it's, it's, it tends to be more capitalism or dominance hierarchies or competence hierarchies and that affects the way that we think yeah so it's like what did you do that makes you respectable when you say that to a woman, you're saying that you're using man language yep. with a woman. Yep. For women, it's like, well, you should just respect. You don't respect women. She does, and she literally doesn't understand why you don't. Mm. She doesn't understand why you don't respect women. It seems like you're being an asshole, and you're making her feel bad because of the stats and the data and everything that you're throwing at her mm. that she has no counter argument for, except mm -hmm. for you don't respect women. Yep. That's and, and all my girlfriends and all the sisterhood who's right behind me here, they think the same thing. And exactly. if you don't think the same thing, Mr. Man, you're not going to reproduce. Exactly. You're not going to have any babies. Yep. You're going to be old and lonely when you get to be 75 in the old folks home. If you don't shape up, Mr. And respect women. Yep. And you, and you tell that to enough guys, particularly guys who are low value beta males, what, you know, low low SMV guys are going to go. Hmm, I guess we better get on with team woman. And yep, in some yeah. cases, you might start sucking dick because you want to get on, <laughs> on team woman. Right? No, and, that, and that's true, man. It, it just goes like, Rolla brought up, a, brought up a good point there. Women are communitarian, which pretty much means like they, they know that since they're the weaker sex physically, they have strength, strength in numbers. numbers. So yes. I'm going to align myself with the minorities. I'm going to align mm -hmm. myself with the, with the, you know, the LGBT community. Why? Because we all benefit Solidarity. from mm -hmm. taking down the evil patriarchy, which is what? Let's keep it real. Straight heterosexual mm -hmm. men. That's what it is. If and there is no, if there is no boogeyman, no one gets paid. Exactly. Yep. And me as a colored guy, I'm here to tell you guys that's bullshit. Like you should be hired off of the merit of how you perform, not off of the color of your skin, a language you speak, or, well, unless it helps with the business, right? But, like, you should be hired off of your meritocracy, not because of the color of your skin or something that you did not earn, in other yeah, words. whenever you start off on the crowd, you, you become a target. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We Affirmative are a action is bullshit. So yeah. uh, let's okay, continue have, with uh, uh, some chats, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So I got uh, I got a couple super chats here that I'm going to read. Manny saying Canadian followers with men's innate protector dynamic, are they more likely to take bullets for women? We answered that Talk earlier. Please uh, scroll back up or screen back the... Scroll back during the show. Okay, Tony Ocasio, this is a good question. Hey, Fresh and Fit, you think in your opinion in the next five, two to five years or even now that monogamous relationships between younger guys and older women will be the norm? Uh, Roll, I'll let you take well, that one. Uh, statistically speaking, statistically speaking, women tend to get with, in the long term, get with guys who are anywhere between three and seven years older than they are. Yeah. And the reason why they do that is because they understand, again, that men must perform. Well, what that does is it means that men take longer to mature into what makes them their peak potential of attraction, mm -hmm. right? That's why, and even Tim Pool and, and, and uh, you know, Cernovich talk about exactly that. Yeah. It takes longer for men to mature physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever you want to call it. And certainly professionally, think of all the things that like, 
was it Royce used to say it was a 436 point bullet or bullet point checklist of of things that women have that you've got to have this and 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 if you don't have it you're not the perfect guy in fact there's a poster of the the perfect man and of course it's this guy with his shirt off and he's got you know ripped abs and everything it says the perfect man is and it's all this list of crazy and brings me ice cream in bed at the bottom of the the thing right and it's this it's like there's such a, a, a laundry list mm-hmm. of, of qualifications that the guy has to have woman hot available. Yeah. Facts. That's it. Yeah. Those are the two things. And you know what? You can't even understand that. Yep. You can't. E- and you still with all of this bullet point checklist, you still don't want to give that up. Yep. You still, because think about this, all of those, all of those qualities, mm-hmm. what women are effectively saying is, my pussy and my body and my sexuality and my agency is worth all of the, these 436 bullet point checklists. Yeah. That's an even balance. Yeah. That's how magical my pussy is. Yep. <laughs> and that's why I tell guys, if a girl doesn't have sex with you, you need to kick her to the curb immediately because you, and you automatically, when you deal, women have to bring more to the table than they do. Yeah. So if they can't of even course. give you sex, a basic of course. thing, right? That's very simple. Cause we require so little. It's unacceptable. Kick it to the curb and find a girl that will. And what Next they don't chat. know is that every single day, a 17-year-old turns 18. So right. our options are limitless. Well, I mean, then again, I'll, I'll make the joke. If they call the store 21 forever, not 41 forever. Yeah. So when women say, oh, I can be, you, you can be sexy, you know, you can be sexy. And oh, what is it? Oh, my favorite one is um, uh, women hit their sexual prime when they're 40 years old they're comfortable in their skin and they they know what they want by then it's like no or uh the the um (laughs) the uh the myth of the biological clock right my biological clock is ticking hmm conveniently in your epiphany phase when you're when you're cycling yourself out of the sexual marketplace between 29 and 31 is when you'll hear these words my clock is ticking and I need a guy. I, I, where, where are all the good guys? What happened to all the good men, Myron? What happened to all of them? How come they can't be, how come they can't mature up? How, why are they so infantile? Why do they have such fragile egos? Why are they threatened of a powerful woman? You know, when you hear that from when a woman's 32, 33, we heard it yesterday. We heard it yesterday. You don't hear that. You don't hear that from from, Naughty from and Naughty and T. You don't hear that from a 21 year old. So, all right, we got a bunch of super chats here. We're going to answer <laughs> these quick. Let's uh, read these before it goes away, and then you have those on Telegram. All right, go ahead. There you go. That's, a, that's not even a thought in there. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> it's not. Uh, oh, it's show respect uh, to you all. It was $20. Oh, Raz- Yazid. Yazid. Hold on. What Thank- was his name? Yazid uh, Al Rubli. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Uh, we got, um, okay, Zachariah White Elk, um, Canadian 13, uh, 1399. I've served for 11 years, armored Reese recon and RCME welder being posted around the country gave me options and a very, in a very, I think a variety, variety of women, women is what he means. Mm-hmm. No, no war brides, brides yet. yet. Thank you very much for that. Nice man. Zachariah, uh, Don DeMarco, uh, Rolo, how would, uh, how would fully legal prostitution in the U S impact oh, the sexual marketplace wow. and how women would react and or uh change also hit the done <laughs> we gotta run with them we, we, gotta ha- run we already Marco. have legal pro- we'll prostitution answer that. we'll answer that we um, already have it it's yeah. already here we will answer that don't worry uh michael fitzpatrick five dollars looking to move to florida what are some of the best cities to move to no roommates switching into an it career right Brickle. now yeah, just That's come it. to miami bro Brickle. simple as that Brickle. uh okay what else as a single guy miami confirm or fort lauderdale if you're looking for sympathy find a, a woman if you're looking for analysis, go to a man. One will make you feel good. The other one will break it down. Absolutely, Tom A. That's facts, well bro. Said. Feels before reels. Uh, Manny Singh, $5 Canadian. Does anyone 
Show, does showing non-judgmental views towards female promiscuity cause women to, call, to view men as beta or alpha? Good question, Manny. I got a question of yours also that we're going to answer right after. Yep. Um, we got um, Hacker Boy Bits, uh, $5. Women may be communitarian, but it's capitalism that is funding empowerment. Absolutely. For now. F feminism only exists in <laughs> first world countries, my friends. Uh, okay. Uh, next, uh, we got uh, Johan Illuminati CRC Illuminati. with the 10. I think that's $20 US. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for that. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Question Have you recommended working in US and flying to Costa Rica and hitting the hotels in <laughs> San Jose to connect with amazing women all over Central ooh, and South ooh, America? Ooh. It's amazing here and uh, females are feminine. Okay. Costa so he's, he's recommending. Yeah. Oh, oh right, you yeah. know, wait, wait, wait. Bo uh, uh, Bolsa uh, del Toro. And uh, it's it's uh, just above Pan uh, maybe it isn't Panama, but uh, is it both is it Bolsa del Toro? I think is what it's called. Del Toro sounds familiar. It's a it is a very nice place. I've people have been sending me pictures of that. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah, that's out so by guess, Co Costa Rica. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. So hit Costa Rica. Uh, thanks to Johnny Illuminati for that. Uh, boss mentality by saying Chen, uh, Myron and Fresh. I'll be seeing you both soon. I am building the agent branch of the Manosphere in Miami. Good. Thank you. Awesome, man. Appreciate Please. it, man. That's it's great. Needed. It's, it's needed. It's absolutely man. needed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, it, and the Indian and the Indian branch yes, as well. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Um, okay, Liam A. Uh, what of foreign forces against America slash the West using their compromising influence in government, educational institutions, Hollywood to push ideology that destabilize uh, society? I think he means uh, people pushing the social narrative that equality needs to be there to Bro, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, listen, e equality sounds great day. on paper, but you know what else sounds great on paper? Communism, and that didn't work out. So. <laughs> Uh, there's no such thing as equality. There is none. There's and then no we had some uh, a couple of things here. So uh, Manny Singh said, uh, "No, Tony Ocasio. Sorry, we answered this question before. Hey, Fresh Fit, do you think, in your opinion, in the next two to five years, or even now, that monogamous relationships? Between no, we answered that one. Mm -hmm. How uh, how were okay? Stefan B, ten dollars. How world one better How would one better? He spelled it wrong. Mitigate alpha F's and beta S, but mm -hmm. alpha fucks beta seed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in the physical alpha fucks beta uh, beta bucks." bucks. In the physical world, real world, for a healthy LTR, certain days of the month, do nothing but sex and hugs. I think what he means is, how do you mitigate, you know, yeah, the alpha bucks and the beta bucks? Mm -hmm. Keep your value high, bro. Simple oh, I talk, that. I talk about that in the first book, as a matter of fact, or yeah. our second book. Sorry, it's in, it's in preventive medicine. There's a, uh, I have a chapter in preventive medicine called Your Friend Menstruation. <laughs> Read that, and you'll get your answer. <laughs> uh, brass mustache, five dollars. The sexual appeal of tattoos on men rooted in culture, or is there something deeper? Tattoos association historically with warriors are universal. Mm -hmm. It makes you look like a bad boy, man. And women yeah. like guys that are edgy. That image. You know, yeah. uh, you're, you're, you know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've been watching, and people probably already realize this. I've been watching um, that, that show Lucifer. And Tom Ellis is a fantastic actor. Not, not yes. to take anything away from him, but isn't it interesting that the number one like hottie on like the world, right? You could, there's like, you know, fan clubs and if you look at the yeah. the the love uh, uh twitter you know tweets and everything for this guy it's like he's playing the devil man yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean there's no more dark triad than satan okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny to me it's like and they, they have no problem with it oh yeah he's the devil i that in that fact there's memes out that says my ideal relationship you know i'm paraphrasing is um you know, Lucifer Morningstar and the detective, right? And they're like, you know, showing them coming together and kissing and everything. That's like, crazy. He's a devil. That's, that's the literal devil. Um, Image, man. So but, that, but they don't, that's, that's the archetype. Red yes. Pill Mike had the $10 Tattoos? question earlier with um, mm -hmm. uh, RP Praxology and uh, correlation. We answered that earlier. Thank you, RPM. Yep. Uh, Chris, 
Uh, Roland, when's the next Manosphere party in Vegas? I'm dying to go out. Uh, we're make, going to make that happen in Miami. Stay tuned. Yep. Uh, we got uh, Acundo Rosado. Rolo, if men red pilling were to have some kind of rite of passage to manhood, how would it be? Mm. At what age? And I he asked for about. a new episode of Essay for Women. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, he's talking about an essay that I wrote on the rational, my, my blog, the Rational Mail. You won't find it in any book. I wrote an essay one time because people kept saying, you don't write anything for women. <laughs> oh, all right, here you go. So, and why don't I do that? Because you reach the point of diminishing returns. But if I'm writing about it, I don't reach that point. So right. I can sort of just, you know, go on. And if, if women, I don't know how long they'll spend reading it. That's the point of diminishing returns. But I'll, I've done that before. Yeah. But, um, what he's asking as far as um, what was it? What was the other the other part um, of that he question? He asked um, about uh, essays for women, and he said, "What uh, what kind of rite of passage to make?" Rite of passage. That was okay. And so age. what I've said is this, and 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 Ryan Stone is going to throw rocks at me for this, but <laughs> I think that when a guy unplugs from the matrix, when he finally becomes red pill aware, mm-hmm. he d- not necessarily you've internalized it and you're this game master or whatever, but at some point when you cut yourself away from your blue pill ideals when you cross i've said this before on this show as a matter of fact when you cross over into the you know the abyss and you're in this red pill paradigm uh it's you have to recognize that there's a lot more opportunity for you and you basically recreate yourself and recreate goals for yourself in this new kind of awareness that's why i call it red pill awareness Mm -hmm. so that you can live a better life and there's here we have testimony after testimony of guys saying exactly this right well when you make that break uh, I, I've said like the the five stages of unplugging are very similar to the five stages of grief, right? There's denial and you know and anger and frustration, whatever it is. Yep. But the reason why I compare it to the five stages of grief from dying is because your old blue pill self dies, like the old you that was created by blue pill conditioning, by your beliefs in Disney Pixar thing and whatever and all of that, yep, all, all that, that fantasy land is dead to you now. And that personality and that guy is gone. That's why people have, they get despondent and they get nihilistic because all of the things that they thought they could have and all that hope, Disney, there's a lot of hope Disney. involved in, yeah. Blue pill is very much based on hope and fantasy. And I really hope I get this. And I hope I can just find the girl who loves me as much as I love her kind of thing. Society. Exactly. And so what happens is that's gone. And so at when you make that transition, I've I've made the point that there needs to be like a right of manhood where you go from not being that boy anymore, being that blue pill, you know, like this is what I think is going to make me happy kind of thing to being a guy who is operating with a good set of information, actionable information, the red pill. Um, you know, understands women's nature, understands his own nature. There needs to be a dividing line. There needs to be something that's distinct. We used to do this with like rites of passage for uh, different cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like in in Judaism, it's like the bar, uh, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, the yeah. bar mitzvah, right? So, or uh, for women, we used to do quinceañeras yes. for Latin cultures and stuff. There was you, you're no longer a girl, you're now a woman. Yep, you're no longer a boy, you're now a man, and we're going to treat you mm-hmm. in that the and in that culture, the in that tribe. You're now a man. You've gone through these trials. You've done this ritual. We, you know, whatever it is, you are. We're no longer going to treat you like the 13 or 12 year old boy that you were. We're going to now treat you as the 15 year old man that you are right now. We have we've completely thrown that out the window in a gynocentric social order. And that is a form of control, by the way. You are always a boy. Yeah. Men are never like become men. In fact, a man saying I'm a man at 18. Women will go. 
you're a man that's facts. <laughs> you know yeah. it, it it sounds like funny or even calling yourself ma masculine yeah. calling yourself positively masculine calling yourself a man mm -hmm. is almost offensive yeah to to a gynocentric social order right. and so what i've said in the past is we need to have some sort of ritual where i start referring to you as a man because now you now you're in the tribe now you're part of the manhood yep. the, whatever we want the brotherhood the tribe whatever you want to call it there needs to yeah. be some kind of demarcation some kind of distinction is, is I don't know how that works. I don't know what it looks like. I'm just community. Yeah, community. I mean, I'm not saying we have to be blood brothers and get matching tattoos or yeah. anything. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got another one here. So, uh, Akundo, I'm, I hope you. Uh, that was a great answer. Uh, North South. This one is a little bit more transitioning. The next one. Okay, uh, Rolla, why do you think MRA Mark Angelouski was uh, K I L L E D? Now, I guess no, conspiracy I have, theory time. I have no idea who Mark Angelouski. <laughs> MRA? Yeah. He's okay. an MRA. Yeah, he's an MRA. We you know, don't, you know why I don't, don't know, know about man. you know why I don't know who he is? MRA. Because every MRA is female. Boom. Christina Hoff Summers. Uh, what's her name? Karen Strawn. Uh, name an MRA besides Paul Elam who is male. Yeah. Every guy. In fact, what's what's her name? Uh Roma Army. I was just looking at her thing on uh, she's she Bills, bills herself as an MRA. I'm like, mm -hmm. another woman. Imagine that. So, That's uh, the problem MRAs have, men's rights. It's not men's rights. It's women advocating for guys because yeah. those guys can't do it for themselves. Facts. Uh, so, okay, we got uh, another question from Manny here. Uh, and he asked this earlier. Does showing non-judgmental views towards female promiscuity cause women to view men as beta or alpha? Uh, that's, this, a very, that's a very good question, bro. It, it, it depends. If it's like your main chick and you and you yeah. tell her, hey, you can't be promiscuous, she's going to automatically respect you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if it's like a girl that you're just dealing with, like non-seriously, it doesn't matter. But if it, I'm going to assume you mean a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. When you tell a chick, yo, listen, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're going to go around, be on Instagram, whatever. She has a choice to make. But she knows right there she can't control you. So she's automatically, if she follows your lead, she sees you as an alpha and she gives up her Instagram. That's a sign that she sees you as an alpha. She's good. She's following your lead because most girls uh, don't want to give up their Instagram. Yeah, you take fresh you and then be, roll the last. You have to be that guy that she's willing to uh, give it up all for. Yeah. And most guys aren't that guy. Yeah. So just being off cuff, 100%, like, yeah. you're probably not that guy. However, in this case as well, if you want to go down that road and not judge her, then just know that if you don't have enough standards for her from yourself, she's going to run wild like, like a chicken with her head, with her head cut off. That's not good either. Yeah, so, she'll be DMing guys, all that other yep, stuff. So we're talking serious relationship. If it's mm -hmm. like a chick you're just dating casually, bro, then you need to be like yep. non-judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Because you want her to be open with you. What's your take? You need to be discerning enough to know the difference. Bam! Between, there you the, go. between the girl that is like the ride or die chick. But I, I, and that comes down to genuine desire. And I don't think enough guys, they don't know genuine desire because they never see it. They right? don't. They never, it's never something that's just sort of like given to yeah. them. Uh, what was it? I forget the guy who was... Um, I forget that he was an athlete. I, I don't want, I want to say he's a baseball player. Maybe he's a so soccer player. And, um, the, the, the chick who was getting with him was a, uh, a, a, an actress or something like that. And she didn't, she was swore up and down. She never didn't, never wanted to have kids. Right. Yeah. And except for when she got with this guy. Yeah. And now she says, I didn't want to have kids before, but I want to have his kids. There you go. Man. That's the one. That's, that's the girl yep. who's yep. gonna who's gonna say, you know what? I'm I'm deleting OnlyFans right yep. now. I want your kids. And, I, and I want you guys to understand one other thing too. You gotta you guys gotta understand when you guys there's two different sides. If you're dealing with a girl seriously, this is your girlfriend, then you need to be way more stringent upon what you make what what she can and can't do when she deals with you. If it's a chick you're just dealing with sexually, as you guys can see with me and fresh, yeah. we don't care. Like if it's girls that we're just dealing with, like we're just like spinning plates. 
That's one thing. But if you're going to promote a girl from plate to like serious girlfriend or LTR or whatever, that's when you need to become like very like strict on what you're going to tolerate and what you're not. And a big thing is girls, if they like you, are going to give up certain whole habits that they used to have it will yeah. come it will become it yeah. will come second nature to them yeah they to won't want to act promiscuous around you because they're for fear of losing you Yo, i'm gonna give y'all a quick alpha beta test you could do in the bedroom if she actually put on a condom she sees you as beta if she asks you to, to take off the condom you're probably out for her eyes and she wants you to have the option of getting her pregnant mm -hmm. uh, yeah pregnant. because she wants to lock you down yeah uh, so, and then you need to be really careful yeah, yeah. <laughs> so either way put it on but I'm just yeah saying, i was gonna say there are downsides to yeah. really intense genuine desire so yeah. like be yeah. be yeah. careful yeah. that's the discernment part i kept telling you about. So, uh, <laughs> there are some downsides to that <laughs> let's so, hit some of these chats uh we got uh eduardo a rose a with the five dollar super sticker thank you so much uh uh, Eduardo again, uh, Bocas del Toro. It's in Panama. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, King Chris, this is the number one podcast. It is the yes, way to 100 real effing quick. Shout out to Rolo, Fresh Prince CEO, Myron Gaines, Aaron Pox and Tom, and the Fresh Fit fam. Let's get it. Thank you Thank so much. You, Chris. For that, Our boy, Down, man. Monk, Fresh and Fit fam. I'll tell you guys this, man. We are the number one dating podcast in the world. In the world. Uh, Adriano Valentino, Australia, $20. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Adriano. Uh, thank you, man. Down the Monko. Drama. Drama Sama, $5. Some girls really do be acting like they got diamonds and they coochie. Big facts, bro. bro. When the lights are off, it's all the same thing. It's all bro. the same thing, man. Give it 100%. Uh, okay, we got a couple others. We're gonna we're not going to miss any of you guys, and then we'll get back to the discussion. Uh, we'll actually take a phone call after this. Uh, C. Garcia, $185, $5. Showing support for the Fresh Fit crew. Shout out to Rolo for the knowledge drop. Yes. Absolutely, man. Rolo's always giving a clinic when he's out here. Ray Day, yeah. $9.99. Workshop Rolo, time. <laughs> I bought your book for a friend in prison. Rich, 35 uh. years old, dating a 28-year-old single mother and giving him a hard time. You're doing God's work. Save my life. Wow. Thank you so much, yes. Ray. I have a uh, my one of my one of my attorneys uh, actually works in, with the prison system and wants to put get my book into the prison system. Wow. Too. Boom. There you That'll go, man. Fire. Adriana Valentino, Australia, fifty dollars again. You, bro. Thank Yo. you, bro. Wow. Awesome. Down the under. Australia supporting from down under. Down under. Manny Singh, five dollars again. Do women ever attempt to become friends? Alpha men as their own form of girl game? No, bro. No, they don't. No, no. They don't. That's that's a simple nope. one. If if a girl actually likes you and respects you, she will not she dare will try not. to put you in a friend she zone. Won't exactly. Confuse you. Yeah, she exactly. will not. So she can't afford to. Hypergamy cannot afford to miss out on a golden opportunity. And, and yep. Manny, real talk, bro. The questions you're asking, like you need to get on our Patreon, man. Patreon.com slash fresh fit. Cause yep. these are like remedial questions that like your mindset is fucked oh, up. But they're yeah. fun to answer though. Yeah. They are fun <laughs> to answer, but like you, you have some, uh, there's some rooted things there that you're, that are incorrect that we need to correct you. Yep, so 100%. Ray Dade, uh, no TM flesh, $5. The closest thing to a rite of passage we had was a boy scouts, but that's long gone now. That's bro, really boy scouts. Mm -hmm. Ray Dade, I don't know, man. 199 mm -hmm. team raw. Hey, uh, Miami. My uh, boy. Anything else? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, who's yeah. been waiting the longest? Uh, 562. 562, 41 minutes. Thank you for your patience. Are you team raw dog? <laughs> He's yeah, blind, man. Yeah, for a long time now. Hey, uh, very long time. Team raw dog. All right. So, uh, what's up, caller? What's up, caller? You're on the line. Thank you for your patience. Welcome. Going once. Shoot. Come going on, man. Twice. She gone. Shot, uh, uh, sold to 210, AK San Antonio in the uh, house. I feel you. Uh, 210, let's get him on. Yo, yo, you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? What's up, man? You're up. You're up. Go. Yo, this is Chris, man. Yo, I just want to take a, a quick comment, y'all. Uh, to Rolo, man, that point about the diminishing returns, that really uh, um, hit it for me right there, man. So I appreciate that. Uh, I'm trying to work on getting better about knowing when that uh, point of no return is. So 
appreciate it, man. That's all I had for you guys. By Thank the way, you, Chris. Chris, you're going to be here, right? On Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm flying in Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, I'll see you guys there. Chris, there we go, we'll man. Soon, Part brother. of the Fresh fan, man. We'll see you soon, bro. All right. Uh, all right. We got 647 right, in the house. Uh, 647 Canada, shout out to you. Uh, yo, you're on there. Yes, indeed. What's up, man? What's up? Hey, Myron. Hey, Rolo. Hey, Fresh. How you doing, man? Go ahead, man. What's up? Yo, and Chris, ban this dude, Bando, by the way. Yeah, he did. Uh, Keelan Phasm murder. Yeah, guys. Oh, but I like his right have. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, caller. You're on there. Sure, sure. So, so Rolo, for for the guys that are getting into stumbling into the manosphere, whether it's due to a breakup or whatever the whatever the case may be, there's just so much options out there from MGTOW all the way from purple, black to red pull. My question is. Is there a recommended path to follow, or is it based on the stage of life that you are in? Mm-hmm. Good question. Regular. I think it really kind of comes down to like the well, it, it comes down to like who you are first of all. Uh, second of all, like kind of like the context in which you're living as well. So you can you can say like, well, I'm a young guy. Is there some sort of progression from this to this to this? First of all, I would say uh, don't go MGTOW. Don't go Black Pill. I think those are that that's the that's the uh, ends up in despondency. Um, I again, it's it's what are you going to build? Even if you're saying, well, I, I was going to answer the other guy's question here a minute ago when he was talking about the, the the diminishing returns kind of thing. A lot of guys when they when they think about that, if I say, you know. I reach a point of diminishing t- returns with Tia and Madi, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they will say, "Well, why did you even bother? Why would you even why would you even like try to do something like that, right? It's just a waste of time." Okay. Well, maybe it is. First of all, people are getting educated by this. Yes. They're seeing what's going on. So that does have some purpose to it. Yes. But not everybody's going to be sitting across the table from them from women like this. For a lot of guys, whenever I do like um I do the now it's a joke, but whenever I do like how would you open? Mm-hmm. That's meant to be a practice, man. That's meant to be like to rack your brain as to like, I would never ask this chick out, but if I were, what would I say? Yeah. Most guys, they don't even want to go. They're like, I'm too cool to even, to even entertain the idea that I would ever ask a girl out like this. And it doesn't mean she could be hot as hell and it wouldn't make any difference. Right. But what they're doing is they're kind of like talking themselves out of the game. Yes. Right? And it's, um, uh, Iron Rule of Tomasi, I believe it's number. I want to. I want to say it's eight or seven or eight. Is is never, um, never, uh, never t- convince a woman like that she shouldn't sleep with you. Like Bam. always, let that woman figure it out for herself. Yes, it's, right. it's the law of leagues. Like guys will say, well, she's out of my league. Now you're not necessarily saying that to the girl that you have sort of got to, to your wall with, right? You're like, I don't want to deal with that kind of thing. You're not necessarily thinking that, but you're you're are you're already eliminating yourself. Before you're playing the game, before yeah, you take Mike, sh- thank you, before Chris. you take the shot, kind of okay. thing, and so so a lot of guys when they get into MIG Tower, they get in the black pill or they get in the Doom pill. It's usually as a result of not taking, a, like saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'm not going to do that either. And I'm not going to do this there. I'm not. Gonna, and it, and over and over, if that becomes your default response, mm-hmm. which is to just up and throw up your hands in disgust and say, forget it, fuck it, I'm out kind of thing. I would never open that girl. You will get to a point where it's like, now you're going to look for guys who share that same kind of like despondency or that same kind of like, I'm just, I'm just going to, you know, be a monk. I'm just going to not do, I'm just not going to do what, what I, you know, anything to, why would I bother improving myself? Like we told that one kid, like in, uh, in COVID lockdown, why would I improve myself if I, if the juice isn't worth the squeeze, or in this case, I will reach a a point of diminishing returns with this girl. And it always happens over and over and over again. 
and you do that enough times where that becomes your habit and that becomes your default setting, then yeah, that's gonna and that's going to lead to you being a particular kind of guy who's simply not going to go and do those things. Yep. So that's where that progression ends up going. Now, what I'm going to tell you is this: is that you can't. I think what a lot of guys really don't get when it comes to the red pill or PUA or game, or if you want to, I don't want to call it PUA, let's learning game, right? Yeah. The practice of the red pill. How do I take this praxology and put it into use yeah, in my life? That, right. Yeah. How do I do that? That's what Manny Singh is and, struggling with right now. And so he yeah, asked these questions. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so you go from that and so you, you want to know how you can make it work for you. That's why I always say it's like, it's not a prescription. It's just sort of like tools that you're going to use for yourself, but you get to that point where you're you have to do something for you. you have to go and take action you have to go and do something and now most people think this well myron i have to go out there and i have to ask a thousand girls out and i'm going to get one out of a thousand or i'm going to get one out of ten thousand that doesn't sound like a really good use of my time yeah. kind of thing right it's like well it, you won't know that unless you are actually i i don't think it's necessarily about spamming approaches but it's persistency yes. in in actually and understanding it's game. a numbers game yes and understanding that, yes. But what happens is this: is you and you'll get guys who who have done this, have reached the law, you know, the 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 law of diminishing returns with women for so long that they they think they're gonna they're gonna make fun of you. Yep. They're gonna say, "I can't believe this guy is telling telling anyone to go talk to these airhead ditzes on TikTok." Uh, yeah, I can't believe we even have this show because this show is a waste of time because yep. you're you're just talking to girls who you're just feeding them validation for that, right? Mm -hmm. And th so it seems like a waste of time to even talk, but while that's a waste of time, you know it's not a waste of time. What? It, it's it's giving you shit and giving you exactly, shit and right? giving me shit yep. and giving anybody else Stupid. who doesn't <laughs> agree with what beca what became their black pill doom habit, yep. right? So when when they say, "Well, you know, Rolo, he's a dating coach, he doesn't. He he couldn't get you. You you can't get tens. You can't get nines. You can't get eights. But you know what? If you're a guy, Roll and is you, not a dating coach. That's hilarious uh, when they say you, that. If you're a guy and you're like, let's just say objectively, you're a four, mm -hmm. and you go from getting from getting no pussy at all yeah. to getting a five. That's pretty fucking good, it man. Is, that's is. your, yeah, I mean, objectively speaking, going from what that's an improvement. Yep. You're not dating. You know, make it a box. The, 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 yeah, exactly. The chicks down here, but you're not you're not getting those, but you're getting something, yep. and you you seeing a little bit of incremental, you know, progression from where you were before to where you are now. Again, mystery. You will only get what you've gotten if you keep doing what you've done, and if, if, if all you do is if, if it seems like a good use of your time to say, ah, oh, these guys, they say you can get a nine and a ten. Fuck them. Well. If you're a four and you went to a five, that looks like an improvement to me in some way. And I'm, nobody's selling you that. No one, no one I know. If they are, please tell me because no one I know in the pickup community, in the game community, whatever it is, is saying, guys, I know you're this big fat piece of shit who's like 220 <laughs> pounds, you're like Quasimodo, and you're going to have access to all these supermodels off the fucking runway. No one is saying that. Yeah, no absolutely. one is saying that. Guys, absolutely. just a quick side note here. Nines and tens are overrated. Trust yeah. me when I say this. They're a headache. You don't want that mess anyway. So, uh, okay. Um, let's uh, get back into the Super Chats. Rolo was on fire right yeah, there. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, caller, you got a lot of value right there. Hey, Ray, I gave you a wrench. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, if any, any if anyone in the chat says anything stupid about Rolo or whatever, hating stuff, just, like, ban him or whatever. Uh, thank you. Shout out to the mods. Okay, J Money 999 here's to you guys putting in these great late-night streams. Thank you so much. Thank I you, appreciate brother. it. Uh, we got Brisk 
clown with the $2 super chat. Miss Bronx, that was on the show last <laughs> last perfect example. Absolutely, yep. Brisk. I appreciate that. That's Shout why I bring Brisk, do these shows for you guys. So you guys can, instead of us just talking about hypergamy, we show it to you. Uh, M-Dog, uh, that was about uh, uh, John from uh, Mindset. So I want yeah. to bring it up. Do bring it up. Uh, uh, okay. No? What's it? Uh, no? Hey, no. Yeah, we're, um, we're we're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, if Roland wants to answer that, that's one thing. But yeah, uh, we we're not. No, uh, John Sonmez is out of the manosphere. Didn't you see the last video? He's yeah. Okay. He's um, End of story. Uh, Vladimir, me personally, I'm MGTOW. I still talk to girls, but no relations, cohab, or marriage. I'm 30 and great net worth already. 40k plus in the bank, doing great. Good Amen. job, man. Vladimir, do it, bro. For Mother Russia. Okay, anything... Uh, are you banging nines and tens? <laughs> yeah, are you banging nines and tens? Um, okay, I Probably in Russia, you are. Are we caught up? We're caught <laughs> yeah, we're caught up. All right, we're caught up. Let's hit uh, 972. Remember, guys, mute your YouTube and keep it quick. Hey. Welcome. Go. All right. So my question is for Rolo. So uh, men can always be, should always be in control of their emotions, but I do remember a few shows back, you mentioned that... To keep your wonder alive as men. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what's your take on how men can approach things like art mm -hmm. or things that involve oh, emotions oh, yeah, with a red yeah, pill yeah. awareness? Oh, absolutely. See, here's a, here's the thing. I, th I think a lot of people sort of misinterpret this. Like, I thank you for your question, man. I, I, I think that right now we yeah, have we live in a in an era of emotionalism. And again, something I was writing about in book four is emotionalism. Like how we are expected to sort of like institutionalize emotion. Yeah. Like when we when we say like uh, we raise our boys as if they're defective girls, right? Yep. And the way that we do that is we expect those little boys to uh, assume that the correct life experience is to be as similar to a little girl's life experience as possible. Medicate and, them and everything. And I, I would have to. I, I I'll give you the stripped down version of this, but um, there's uh, there's three interpretive processes that human beings have. I talk about it a little bit in in book four, instinct, emotion, and reason. Yes. For women, that's the process. That's the natural proclivity is to interpret through instinct, then emotion, and then reason. For men untrained unlearned right uh instinct reason and then emotion so it's what what it what happened how did it make me feel and what can i do about it right for men it's what happened what can i do about it and then later if we have the luxury how did i feel about it yep okay exactly. so that's why when women that's i like that if we well, if we have the luxury yeah yeah exactly if we're not if it's not life or death right yep, yep. men process emotion differently than women do yep i can show you empirical studies that will show you exactly how men's brains are are wired differently Absolutely. We and particularly negative emotions we process men tend to default towards anger women tend to default towards sorrow and crying and hysterics right mm -hmm. so when when those when they're stimulated or there's a prompt to feel something like mm -hmm. that right so men like, like women always say you need to get in touch with your emotions well, anger is an emotion. Yeah, yeah, anger is an emotion. Well, like, even even Madi and, and Tia when they were on here, like they were trying to convince Hotep Jesus that it was okay to cry. Oh, you got to cry. I want to be you know how you feel. Well, the reason why they're saying that is because they're a pro they're interpreting what he's saying through an emotional filter because that's how they prioritize it: yep. instinct, emotion, and then reason. Absolutely. And if, because you can't. Because because they say, oh, there's something wrong with you. Men need to express themselves. Men need to be more emotional beings or whatever. Nope. Because, because if you are, you'll be more like a woman, and therefore you'll be more acceptable and more correct to me because nope. you are sharing in my female-specific experience, right? Now, I'm not saying that guys need to be Mr. Spock. 
Yeah. Okay. Sure. You don't have to be like a being of pure logic and yeah, reasoning yeah. and rest. Yeah, you can't. You don't have to be a super matter of first, fact. First of all, that's impossible to do. Yep. Okay. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't be artistic. Hell, I'm artistic. I, I play music. I draw. I write. I do. I have been a very, I was a very creative child for a very long time. And I still am to this day. I like to play. I like to play games. I like to do, you know, I like to have fun, you know, when I can. I love my dogs. I, nothing makes me feel better than to watch my dogs running around a dog park or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, it's, it's impossible for you to like completely turn off your emotions as a guy. Yeah. It is possible to control your your emotions. Mm -hmm. But the problem we're having today in Western cultures is that because we live in a gynocentric social order, we are taught that emotion trumps everything. So it's not about what you think. It's about follow your heart. That's the correct course of action is to follow your heart. It's all about healing. It's all about love. It's all about, you know, it's all about the correct way of thinking is instinct, emotion, and reason. That yes. is a female way of doing it. And so what happens is over the course of, and we didn't used to always be this way. We didn't used to be this way. Yep. So prior to the sexual revolution, certainly in World War II and World War One, and prior, you know, when we lived in quote unquote patriarchal times, things were different because Western society was predicated on instinct, reason, and then emotion. Yeah. And now it's instinct, emotion, and reason. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be an artistic soul or, or whatever and express yourself. That Please do when you have the luxury to do so. And, I'll and understand what your responsibilities are as a man. Yep. Fine. And then you, uh, there's plenty of great you know, artists. There's plenty of great musicians. Yeah. There's plenty, plenty of great writers and singers and whatever else that are men. In fact, some of the best in the world are are in fact, in fact, I would say a majority of them are probably men, yeah, yeah. right? But we don't, you know, we 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 don't tend to think of them as like uh, living emotionally, yeah. Because we look at what they do, we look at the product of yeah. what they've done. Their yeah. art is the product, so yeah. it's not like what was he feeling? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. The guy made the, painted a masterpiece. Yeah, it wasn't was about his, like it wasn't his expression of emotion. It was like I really want to paint this because men are idealists. Women tend to be the opportunity. Exactly. And I'll say this real quick, uh, as far as like you know, because he was basically how can I use my art and then still operate with RP awareness? Sure. Simple as this. Use your art to create status and use that. And once you create that status and that cloud, whatever. Creative, intel that. creative intelligence is a selected for, uh, a, a sexually selected for trait. Exactly. In men. Yes. So leverage creative that. intelligence. Leverage, leverage the, the status that you're going to gain from creating that product and use that to, mm. to maneuver and get the girls and operate with RP awareness. Because I always tell you, RP awareness, right? For guys that don't have game. Well, for normal guys, a lot of the time, it's to get girls, right? You're using mm -hmm. game to get girls. But- RP awareness for guys that have status, whatever, is to protect yourself from getting finessed by the girls that are inevitably going to come to you. This is why there's a lot of celebs that have money, status, whatever. They're not RP aware. They get taken to the to the cleaner. Look at Kanye West right now getting divorced from Kim K, mm -hmm. which if he had RP awareness, he would have known that she definitely is not worthy of a relationship. And she belongs to the streets. And would have never married her. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But uh, let's hit some of these super chats. Uh, we got Vladimir. Uh, me personally, um, uh, MGTOW, I still talk. No, he, we read that one already. We did. Uh oh, yeah, uh -oh. That's Vladimir. Uh, we just had a special guest uh -oh. come in. Uh, we got we got uh, Manny Singh. Uh, can growing up with a dad who was very absent from working cause effect uh, cause effect a boy similar to if he was raised by a single mother? Cats in the cradle. We actually spoke about this. How single motherhood is far different than single fatherhood. And uh, just a special guest in the house right now. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. Here we go. The show has been taken over. It is now the uh, Clary and Fit podcast. <laughs> that has been kicked off the show. 
What up, Aaron? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I, I, it's like I can hear you when I walk into the studio, but I can really hear you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy. We got Eric Clary in the fucking house, guys. Let's get some flame emojis. <laughs> Did you take your hearing aid out before you put those on? <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. All oh, right. Man. So, uh, with that said, guys, uh, to answer this question, man. Um, oh, wait. Did we go? Did we? Uh, no, it's a no one. Yeah. Well, but long story short, uh, Manny, uh, single fathers do far better than single moms. It's actually in book four, right? You mm-hmm. wrote this yeah. Down? And then another really great uh, book to read is uh, The Boy Crisis by Dr. Warren Farrell, who will break. Bra- he is a consummate statistician when it comes to stuff like this. Absolutely. So, yeah, everything you said about like, you know, men doing better jobs as single fathers and single mothers. Yeah. All statistically provable absolutely speaking uh, of right. statistics we got yeah we got the, st- the statistician the economic uh, the economist here uh we got vladimir and the with the super chat very easy to lay in russia not laying nines and tens here but not putting in necessary but not putting in necessary work my mental health is the best it's ever been in my life amen whatever makes you happy is what matters bro you don't need to get tens and nines to make it happy and i'll tell you guys this nines and tens are overrated and they're a big pain in the ass yes. uh did John Prade five dollars just paying my patronage? Thank you guys for changing my life. I already got my popcorn ready for Rollo versus Silver Sable. Thank you for your patronage. Absolutely, bro. You better become a patron if I'm going to use a sound effect. Thank you for your uh, patronage. Okay, so we got Vladimir again. Rational Mail, Kevin Samuels, and CJ saved my life. Hey, Amen. Uh, I appreciate uh, you showing the support. Anything else? Yeah, we got uh, three more. Okay, uh, even Dre and Bezos aren't immune from the hypergamy. Absolutely, bro. Most women that are like very wealthy guys, let's keep it real. The most ri- the richest women became rich through divorce. Uh, we got Zen Long, Rolo being creative. How would you say women approach art compared to men? As a painter myself, mm. you could argue I'm performing in some sense. I think uh, honestly, when I when I talk about artistic talent and stuff like that, I think yeah. that's really more of like a human trait. I know that sounds kind of like oh well, you, people are expecting me to say ah men are better artists than women. I, I I disagree. I think that that's a I think every human being has some capacity for creativity. If you yeah. put your clothes on today, well, like, Rolo, they're going like to call you Mr. Aaron Clary had to choose that shirt. That's and that was an act of creation, like a creativity. This is your ensemble. And he looks very uh, dapper, if I must say. Yeah, I think I think uh, every he, and again, I don't want to you know write on Kot- or Hotep Jesus is you know a little grift here, but it's, I, I think like human beings are creative. Now we're creative in different ways, yeah. contextually, and the way that women are creative is certainly different than men. But I'm not going to take anything away from women's creativity or men's. It's what they apply themselves to. Like women will say, you always say, well, women are just they're they're beings of emotion. It's like yeah, well, you can yes, but they can also be taught to do so they could play as fantastic musicians they can they're concert pianists yeah you can teach them to do those things it might not be their natural proclivity or it might but well, they're to gonna call you misogynist even though you're giving ah, women no, a, when it comes to art yeah. because artistic i think artistic talent is a and and in many ways and forms is a selected for trait yeah because it it was something that was a survival trait it's yeah. not like uh if you can if you can build a house and the tornado comes through and it wipes out the house, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to have, you got to be able to improvise and create a new one. It's, yeah. it's like, how are you innovative? Can you come back? Can you create something? That is something that is a selected for trait, yeah. right? Put all the nice little, it, does it look nice? Oh, let's go. Like it's putting a like, nice shiny things in your nest, yeah. right? So you, Absolutely. so the little bird will come in. It's very similar to that. Uh, bam. Okay. So uh, uh, this one, where are you on it? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we answered that one. He just answered that one. Don, All right. Don the Marco Aaron. I read Bachelor Pad Economics. Worth, uh, <laughs> worthless in poor man's retirement. About to read. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the decline. Aaron, hit the Don the Marco button. Okay, I got you. Yeah, let me see if I can get this thing all the way. Press oh, boy, yes. that one right there. Yes. That one. 
Uh, yeah, we got this new fangle technology. Oh, there's a lot of fire emojis in the nice chat. Kids today. Chris, emojis. my bad. I should have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed it up for Chris because now he's got to look all over. All right. You can ignore me. this guy. He, he, we don't like him. <laughs> this show's him. not half bad. We got non- it's all bad. Nonstop Dre 362 dollars. <laughs> Cappy finally didn't get stood up yes. by Rolo. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It took Myron to do it. <laughs> he was got- duct taped and tied behind his back. A lot of Cuban <laughs> rum and the women downstairs. <laughs> uh, Carl McLovin, twenty dollars super chat. What would you guys say is the solution to this mess? How do we fix this? Women have all the control without the accountability, and men seem to be get getting shafted in the dating, marriage, and divorce. Is there even a point? Holy crap! Well, first down to Marco for that because that's a great. Uh, super and you know what? We'll answer that last because that covers so many different things. We'll take a we'll take Aaron's point. We'll take Rolo's point. Uh, I'll give a little bit of tidbit, and Fresh will come back eventually. Fresh, let me know when you want to come back. <laughs> and then we got uh, Nonstop Dre again. Rolo and Fresh hide your dogs from Cappy. And, <laughs> uh, and then we got Garth Connell um, with the fifty dollars super chat, big fifty dollars super chat. The two guys whose books changed my life. Awesome show, guys. Thank you. I will say this. I always advocate. I tell, recommend all the time. Read Bachelor Pad Economics and The Rational Mill. Every guy needs to read the, have those two books in their, uh, you know, in their roster. Um, we got Vladimir. Could you introduce the new guest? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then we got Sam Kramer, four nine nine Rolo. I would love to hear what some of your takeaways from God Sad's God's oh, God Sad's oh, work man. and consumer psychology are. You seem well read in his work all right we will answer that don't worry i just got through a parasitic mind by the way it's and it's it's a great book it's very good flag attack super sticker 1499 thank you so much and then we got what else uh nonstop dre 360 cappy's now living the dude the the dude bro life like i said you can ignore him (laughs) (laughs) okay oh oh the one of your buddies well, it's fine, man. Buddy is a strong let me, word. Let me tell you what I think he did. Uh, I hate the Carlson School of Management because that's my alma mater. Okay. And all of a sudden, there's a Wikipedia entry of notable alumni <laughs> on the Carlson School of Management. <laughs> and it's my name. And it says, economist, author, life coach. And that sounds exactly like Dre's handiwork right there. Uh, so I, yeah, he's, I see. he's one of the Hanyakers. So he's, atta- he's, a- he's attacking. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll hit back the phone lines. Ooh. Uh, actually, no, wait, we got more super chats. Sorry. Aaron Corville, much love, gentlemen. This show is straight fire. Thank you so much for your $2 super chat. Uh, did you know, Mad Cappy, there is still there is still a chance. <laughs> Hashtag stunning and brave. Uh, okay, that's okay. We're good. Um, let's hit the phone lines. Um, 415. We are not going to get to all of them. Yeah, we're not going to get to all of them, but we'll answer as many of them as I we think, can. I uh, think 858A was waiting longer. For some oh, okay. Then, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Chris. Whoever's been waiting longer as I uh, set the studio for four people. Uh, Go ahead. Go ask your question, caller. You there? Call yeah. Me. All yeah. right, man. Go ahead. Ask uh, your question. Quick point. Okay, quick point. The uh, You guys are talking about women serving in the military. Uh, Mark Angelucci, Angelucci was a lawyer uh, suing to have women uh, serve in the military, and oh, he was found. Oh, I know you're talking uh, about Passed now. away in his driveway. Yeah. And well, a quick passed point away. Is that, wasn't he shot? Wasn't he killed? Uh, yeah. And yeah. They, said, they said no lawyer did it, supposedly. But quick economic point for Cappy. I just saw something on CNBC and they it was just a week or two ago. And they said most of the nation's wealth right now is held by older women mm-hmm. in, in the form of retirement and um, pensions, pensions right. and savings and real estate and all that. So there, there may be, they, they argue a wage gap, but there's actually a wealth gap in favor of women. Right. Well, that's because women outlive men and usually they're the inheritors of a, a men's estate. 
And obviously, the older you are, the more wealth you accrue. So older people do have the majority of wealth because they've had the most time to accrue it. Uh, but then when, you know, what's an old man's name? Charlie, Frank, something like that. Like, <laughs> Boomer Charlie. Statler. Statler, Statler <laughs> passes away. And then uh, <laughs> Eth- Waldorf. Ethel, yeah, Waldorf and Ethel and Beatrice get their uh, their estate. So. It's not just, I wouldn't say it's anything nefarious, but arsenic and old lady. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish they'd shut up just about the, the disparities. It's like, they have it so good in this country. I just, yeah, but no, that's, that's more. Because yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate really it. Great. Thanks. All right. There we go. Um, so, um, do we have any other suggestions? Uh, I, no, we got four, eight. I got a four. I gotta remember okay. to bring my iPad up here next time. All right. Go ahead. Uh, four Oh eight. Do I, you guys got Yo, Fresh and Fit. What's up, man? Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, Rolo. Uh, I just got done finishing your first book and would, lo- would love for you to elaborate what a contextual alpha is sure. and if that has any correlation with amuse mastery. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, would you say that's where game surpasses looks and money? And thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Um, so contextual alpha is this, um, think about it in these terms. And I've, I, I believe this is in book one, but I've also re- I wrote a, um, an essay called the contextual alpha. And what inspired that was the, um, the, I guess, pre- I don't say predictability, but the, uh, the incidents, let's just say of like female students falling in love with their teachers. Right. Or, uh, if you, if like, or women like falling in love with their, uh, their yoga instructors or whatever. Like uh, it's, it's usually a guy who is in some kind of uh, command presence um, position. So it's some guy who's usually in some position of authority. And what I mean by contextual alpha is that within the context of say the classroom, in this case, the teacher is perceived as being the alpha. He's the guy who's directing the show each and every day that that girl goes into that class. Now she sees this, the teacher. And if he's, if he's, I'm not saying that it's going to surpass or it's not going, it's going to be more important than looks, but you know, if there is a baseline attraction, what builds that attraction is the fact that the guy is in a position of authority within that framework. And that's what I mean by the contextual alpha. So there's guys who might be alpha in one, one way, like in this case, let's just say the, the classroom. But if you took that teacher and you put him down on Brickle Street or you put him in the club or you put him on the beach or you put him somewhere else and take him outside of that particular domain, he's no longer the alpha in that domain because he's not the most knowledgeable. He's not the, he's not the one that's in control of the narrative of that particular environment. So that's what I mean by uh, a contextual. I think a lot of people kind of misconstrue that. They think, well, you know, uh, you're only an alpha because you are in uh, this position at your work, or you're in this position in the military, or you're in this position, whatever the contextual position of that is. And if you take that guy out of that, then he ceases to become, or he ceases to be that alpha, or he's lessened a little bit. I, I learned this. I, I learned this by going from different clubs to clubs. Like when I was, uh, when I'm working with uh, doing uh, like liquor promotions and stuff, I have to go to a lot of a variety of different places, right? So if I go to a, like a rock club or if I go to like a, a urban club or go to Dre's on the top of the uh, the top of the hotel or whatever, that's a different environment. That's a different domain than if I'm going to like the goth club or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you go to those and you'll still see those same archetypes. You'll still see uh, the sexual marketplace is still the same. It's just contextualized differently. So in the goth club, it's different than like say the rap club or wherever, you know, wherever you're going, like country, in the country bar, right? Right. It's different than the goth club. 
So the alpha, you can still identify those guys in that context, but you take that guy who's like really good at line dancing in the, in the country club and you put him in and he's now he has to dance, you know, like, uh, you know, Robert Smith from the cure suddenly he's not the alpha that he was, or he could have like been maximizing that potential in that particular environment. It's also what's called being domain dependent. And a lot of guys who practice game tend to only be really good at one kind of game or in one environment. So like if you, if you're, if you're good at day game or if you're good at club game or whatever, you know, social circle game, I don't know, whatever, whatever you you tend to feel the most comfortable in, if you took that and you put it into a different context, you would not be the same. You would not be seen as like, say, an alpha in that in those situations. So how does that apply to um, Amuse Mastery? Amuse Mastery is you have a um, you have a dominance, but it's an it's a dominance in the sense that it is an application of red pill understanding. But it's a dominance in the um, in the sense that you've seen it all. It's like it's it's the same kind of. Um, it's the same kind of relationship that you like a father has with a daughter or a older brother has with a bratty sister, right? That's, that's what I mean by amused master. You've seen it before and it's being sort of when a girl says to you, yeah, you think you're so smart and she, you can tell that like, she's trying to give you shit tests, but you, it's easier to pass shit tests if you use amused mastery because you already have that mastery. You've already seen it before. And it puts her into a position of qualifying. So when I talk about like amuse mastery, that's really kind of a game technique as opposed to like something that's like, uh, I think a, a little bit bigger dynamic, you know, like the uh, contextual alpha is. Boom, killed it. All right. Is that, is that pretty good, caller? Good enough. Yeah, no, that was, that was on point. Thanks, Rolo. You're the man. All right, man. You got a great answer there. We, we have some super chats. Let's hit these real quick um okay so we got uh no we read those yep uh okay so we got the elusive with 20 dollars super chat rollo got a dark thought here last two generations of women are useless for relationships their femininity gone could their drive to destroy masculinity be their way to make men as undesirable since uh hashtag misery loves company elusive we will answer that at the end because we'll go around are and they? get projections are they um, are they really, or is it just your experience of that, or just their your experience of that? There you go, bang. Are they really? I mean, that cup it, half full or half empty. You need How to, you look at it. You have to. Like, I I understand why you're in a dark place, but I think you really need to uh, get out, go outside. Yeah, you know, expand your horizons a little bit. I'm not saying they're they're all peaches and I'm not saying it's not tough. Right. Yeah. But is it is it like uh, I'm going to put a noose around my neck? Because you yeah. can find a, make, you can find a way to make it work. You can make, find a way to make it work, guys. Like one thing we talk about on this podcast all the time. Guys, I don't believe we're so. not here to bash women and hate women, bro. Nope. We're here to give you guys the. I know we're going to get I know we're going to get to this at the end because this was that last question. But I, yeah. I, I believe I sincerely believe even now I still think that um, men and women are better together than we are. apart. Facts. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Garth Connell. Hey, Cappy. I have a box of. <laughs> Andalusian bull. If you want to partake, reach out. Okay. What's Andalusian bull? <laughs> we thought you would know. I thought you would know, bro. <laughs> we don't Isn't know. Is that a drink? Nobody has a clue. Bowl uh, Victor Gonzalez, $9.99. There's a shortage of homes and home prices are rising. Lots of people in the U.S. Also, Forex prop firms are changing the game for realtor, retail traders. Biggest wealth transfer coming out. Uh, coming, but I won't worry about, but I, but I worry about SEC. Okay. Thank you very much, Victor. Uh, we got Frosty plays five dollars myron i just noticed how you brought fresh back in i really respect that you got off your chair and brought your man back in 
<laughs> real ones notice. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. I I try to, you know, what I'm saying you gotta you gotta you gotta take care of your good friends, man. With contrast, even though I hate fresh, I'm here for the contrast. Yo, black and white, vanilla. <laughs> I'm here for the contrast. Yo, Swirly. Swir Swir uh, He's we, as black as I am and white. <laughs> women are aroused by alphas. Yeah. <laughs> Manny saying, uh, women are aroused by alphas and attracted to betas. Um, we know what men are aroused by, but what are they attracted to besides cooking, maternal instincts? Dude, that that, that changes per, for every guy. But like, you got to ask yeah. yourself, what are you attracted to? And then you either got to find a girl that conforms to that or deal with the deal with a girl that is willing to conform to that for you. And if you're high value enough, she will change. Mm -hmm. So uh, Zomboy499, Roll on Aaron. I've heard uh, Dave Ramsey say the number one cause for divorce in America is money problems. Is this true? We'll Ooh. answer that as well. Come on, uh, man. The Terminator T800, uh, $10 super chat. Rolo, I'm in a predicament in practicing mental point of origin. I worry of regret if anything happens with my younger siblings and parents. How can I stop worrying about their lives and focus on mine? Uh, okay, we will answer that at the end as well. Uh, Nonstop Dre 360 again. <laughs> Joe for the brave and stunning influencer and life coach Cappy. Yeah, yeah, What's the U.S. government yeah. biggest expense of their budget? Printer, <laughs> printer link to print more money. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, are we good? We're caught up now. Yeah, we're caught up. Okay, so um, I guess we'll um, because we we're guys we're already at the two fifteen mark. So this is what we'll do. We'll go around and we'll talk about the dating marketplace predictions. My mic is off. Uh, no, it's working. I no, can it's hear you. Working. It's so just you that it's just that the headphones are your working. headphones are low. Oh, cool. That's why. Um, so um, so we're gonna go around real. Well, actually, Ro, do you want to help this guy with a mental point of origin real quick? Then we'll go around the table. Uh, first off, go and pick. Uh, I believe I put mental point of origin was in book two. Mm -hmm. Um, so make sure that you read that that article or that essay that I put into that book first of all, because you need to understand what it is. Mm. I was talking to you about this earlier on when I was talking about like um. Uh, Myron, when I was talking to you yeah. about um, mental point of origin and enlightened self-interest. Yeah. And there's a connection between those two. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about mental point of origin, it's not just, oh, put yourself first. It's not none of this Tony Robbins kind of like, oh, you got to think think about yourself and, yeah. and you know, <laughs> like, what is it? Uh, give yourself a holiday. No, that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that when a decision comes into your life, especially an important one, mm -hmm. could be anyone, but like, especially when it's an important one, the first thought that comes into your mind should be yourself. How does this decision affect me? How does this change? How does this input? What am I supposed to process and how does it affect me mm -hmm. instead of oh how's this going to affect my relationship with my girlfriend how's this going to affect my relationship with my mom with with my with or it doesn't even necessarily have to be a woman but like how's it going to affect others because what we do primarily in western christianized cu cultures is we teach young boys to be serviceable yeah we teach them to be utilities yeah they have think to of, add value you have to think of others before you think about your feelings why 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 do I have to do that, right? Well, if you don't, then you're a selfish prick. Well, not necessarily, because if I've, I've, I've discovered over the course of a lifetime that the, if, if I think about myself first and I put myself first, I tend to reap the benefits of that. And the other people who are attached to me, present company included, also reap the benefits of me being of me putting myself into a position of enlightened self-interest. Yeah. I cannot help others until I can help myself. Yeah. And you cannot help yourself unless you're the first thought that comes into your brain. And that's what, exactly what mental point of origin is. When you're faced with a decision or a project or whatever it is that you're going to do, your passions, your ambitions, your ambitions should not be defined by other people. It should be defined by you. Bam. What do you want? And I'm not saying that's always ideally the case, but that should be. 
It should be something when, when you're, uh, what is it, the, the definition of power is not like how you can control other people, but the direction or the level and the degree of control you have over your own life. What do I have? To, and so for some people, that might mean making you all do what I want you to do because I want control and this is what I want to do as part of my, my choices in life. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, really the direction that you have, what you can do with your life and how that's like limited or mitigated or whatever, that's really the definition of what is powerful and what a powerful guy does whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah. Right? Well, how does he come to thinking about what do I want to do? He's got to think of himself first and then think of the other people that are around him. So it's not just, oh, I got to think of others before I think of myself. No, think of yourself and then think of others. Why, why is it not that way? Yeah. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. There you go, man. Roll spin facts right Damn, there. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Okay, so uh, last super chats, and then we'll uh, go around the table. Um, we got uh, image uh, six two six one nine nine. Rolo and Fresh are in Oreo cookies in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Garth Connell, fifteen dollars, <clears throat> and Delusion Bull cigars. Oh, never heard of them. Never, okay, never oh, heard of them. No. Yeah, Cappy did come a cigar from the cigar bar. I just had one. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just uh, had one. You saw um, me. Well, uh, never mind. You're I didn't you. see you. <laughs> okay, you know what? I see. Yeah, I see three. three guys on the line. We will answer these three guys because they were patient. We're not going to leave anybody hanging. Then we're going to go around the table. So, guys, please turn off your YouTube in the background and keep the question quick. Uh, one question. Five, six, ask two. It. And tell your bitch to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Five, six, two. Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we yep. got you. Tell her to be quiet. All right, sweet. Yo, <laughs> this is a question for you, man. And I'm glad Aaron's here. Uh, so you stated on an Instagram Q and a about like two weeks ago, uh -huh. did you finish paying off one of your rental properties? Why? Like, why not use that money for a down payment on a new rental property or just kind of hold that, you know, in liquidity until, uh, the market crashes. Uh, that is a long story that, um, <laughs> that it would be a whole other show of why I did that. But I'll tell you this, man, when, when we do a, uh, cause we're going to do a podcast on real estate. Yep. Come back, ask that question. I'm going to explain exactly why I did it. And you'll, when, when I tell you what the numbers and everything, you'll understand. Yeah. He knows lots. So, um, but thank you for Excellent, that. Excellent, man. I'll be watching. Okay, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, I just wish it was on topic, but don't worry. I will, I'll, I will answer that for, that for you on our real estate uh, show. All right? All right, man. Peace, man. Uh, okay, let's go with uh, 845. Yeah, hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? Two Good. questions. Uh, Rolo, what is the best way to raise your daughter as a father to prevent her from going up and being a slut or a whore. Tatiana. How do I keep my baby question. off the pole? Go Ten ahead, seconds. Go. Keep her <laughs> off the pole. The best way is to go and pick up book three, Positive Masculinity, because I have a whole chapter dedicated to exactly that question. Um, it, it is leading by example. It is, it, you know, I... I've, I've said this in, in many different fashions, but it is uh, demonstrate, do not explicate. Yeah. Children do, uh, well, first of all, uh, good marriages make good kids. That's number one. Second of all is um, you need two, two parents, of course. Um, and then uh, I would also say this is that you need to um, be that be that example, be the guy that is uh, that she's going to seek out later. You have to be the positive example of conventional masculinity for that girl. All right, caller. Okay, great. Thank you, man. Uh, one it. more question? No, no. We, 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 I'm sorry, bro. We got so many. No, we got so many. Sure, sure, sure. All right, man. All right, peace. Man. Got it. Uh, all right. 480. Last caller. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good. Go ahead. So, 
I read the mystery method a couple of times and I plan to reread it again. Okay. And he said it takes at least five to 10 hours to build comfort before a girl will give it up. That's mm-hmm. one of the things I and disagree with. I have to say with. I disagree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree with that to get the sex. Like, no, you don't have to build that much comfort, but what, what, what that does is it's going to help you build attachment. So when you do sleep with her, she's going to be more likely to stay on, on the roster. Yeah, Cause remember uh, guys, girls fall in love with you mentally up here first. And that could be through what you say to her, what you've done to her in the moments before you have sex so that they want to stay around you. So that's yeah. very well, important. I got, well, what's I got, your question, caller? No, I got, I got two oh, things. Got I got two quick? things here. Okay, first off, uh, comfort, mm. rapport, and familiarity are anti-seductive. That's, that's number one. Number yep. two is this is uh, also mystery method. Mystery has also said this, is that, the only, that a woman will not fall in love with you or will not feel like genuine attraction for you or desire for you unless she feels jealousy for you. And that's very that's uncomfortable, very yeah. and that is very un uh, unrapport like. Yeah. So, um, there there needs to be an investment of uh, uh, a fear of loss, a dread. Yep. And I don't mean that in the sense like, oh, I'm gonna dread. To build attraction, I mean, like, you have to break that rapport. Is a, that, and that is an excellent. And I I wish people would understand this. That is an excellent illustration of passive dread. Yeah. If that woman feels like a sense of loss for you, she's going to she's going to want to make guard you first yep. of all, and then yep. second of all, she's going to feel jealous or envious of you. And sometimes it, not, it might not even be another woman. It's better if it is, but yep. it might be your job. Yep. Your job might be the other woman. In that yep. case. So, yeah, I, I know, know the amount of fleck I caught for coming down here from the GF. You're going to hang out with those guys in Miami. They're going to say streamers. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to thank you guys for helping yes. me out with my dread game. Go with it. Lean too, into it. I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, while, while I was on stream with Amanda, a couple of one girl that I'm talking to DM me and said, hey, she was all over you. I didn't I, like she, she was trying to whatever. That is passive dread, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Women want you more when they see other girls that want you, man. Pre-selection is a big thing. Well, I got one here. And breaking rapport is a big I deal. I got a DM. She said to me, LOL, had fun hoeing all weekend? Hoeing. Yeah, there you go. There's the receipts. What, what was your question? Spelled though, caller? H-O-E. What was your question exactly? Hoeing? Caller, what's your question? Yeah, please. What was your question? Shoot. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's an art. And you need to socially calibrate it to the situation. And like dread is going to be uh, really important and all that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just, disagree so you just want to make an observation. Most guys, comfort is like that important. Most guys have uh, comfort down, they yeah. are fucking experts. Your average beta is an expert at, at <laughs> yeah. comfort. He, yeah, yeah, baby, I'll spoon right. with you on the couch. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, I that's funny because I, whenever I hear this, like a lot of people think that if that, if I'm giving like game advice or if I'm talking about like directly about like pickup or whatever, their worry is that I'm going to turn guys into assholes. Yeah. Like, oh, you're, you're, you're creating a generation of assholes. Like, I wouldn't really worry about that. I'd be more worried about guys who are like, it's okay, honey. It's all yeah, right. Those guys are worse. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I would never look at her. Yeah. <gasps> that, that, that kind right. of level of comfort is uh, it got the, it down. And cap is real that uh, they got. <laughs> okay. Caller. I don't yeah. think you had a question. You were just like making an observation then, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, that was the question. All right, man. All right, man. What, what all right, dude. All right, dude. Listen, listen, man. All right, bro. Yeah. Focus bro, on jealousy. We got to go, man. We got to right, go. Bro. Thank you. All right, man. Cool. I think awesome. it was the info uh, from earlier. Oh, he came back? Yeah, he came back. He was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And then we're going to uh, finish it off with the super chats. Go okay. ahead. Hello? Yeah. yeah, what's up, man? Calls. What's your question? <laughs> Let's Quick question. Uh, Rolo, I've heard you mention that, um, 
women who want to keep their last name when marrying another uh, man is a way of women saying, I don't want to continue your bloodline or uh, I want to leave the option for someone better. Is there any exception to this at all? Like a woman being famous or a woman having a career or is that that's bottom line? Everybody wants acceptable? to rationalize it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that's, that's usually the, um, the easy way out. So what he's talking about is like when a woman doesn't want your name and it's becoming more and more and more common right now to the yeah. point actually where, and I, I think this is in the Philippines, but uh, I know that I, somebody gave me an article recently that says that women who are like, like single mothers and whether you're single or not, the child doesn't have to have the father's name anymore. Mm. So, mm. so if that's the case, that only reinforces what I was saying before, which is women don't want that genetic marker. And the reason how I rationalize this anyways, is like my, my last name is Tomasi or Clary or whatever, right? That is your marker for your, your DNA, right? And Myron Gaines, your Gaines DNA and fresh DNA and Tomasi DNA. And so that, that is your marker. So the kids that come that spring forth offspring from you have that DNA in them. And that's the name of that DNA. Okay. Yep. So that's how I, I talk about when women say, I don't want your last name. We, we, we live in a, a, a new world now. It's a woman's world and I don't want to take your name. And what they'll usually say, or they'll hyphenate it, right? It's like your, whatever your hyphenated last name. Yeah. yeah. So whenever I see like hyphenated last names, I go, I know exactly what's going on with that chick. Because what happened, remember when I said that to identify once like women, when they identify as a feminist or they don't identify as a feminist, it really makes no, it's completely meaningless today because at some point along the way, like if you were born between 1965 and 2021, you've had feminist ideology influence you in some way. This is a perfect example that the last name thing, because it was in the seventies that where it was like Gloria Steinem was, was saying that I, I think it was Gloria Steinem was saying that, you know, women should reject marriage in this current form and they should reject men's last names because it's a form of ownership. You be, you belong to that person. But they still want the a, ring and all the other still want the ring. Things. Yeah. So you still have to have a very expensive yeah. ring, but they you know? don't, don't, don't say but they don't, <laughs> but they don't want that. They don't want your last name. And now it's because we live in a much more uh, intense gynocentric social order. It's 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 normalized for women to say, I just don't want to have his name or it's the guy that, you know, the chumpy, the, the nice guy who wants to make her comfortable. He's going to take her name. Now, yeah. Even right. That so. to that point. So what what that says to me anyways, is it's not so much an ownership. It's I don't want your shitty genes and I want to have a I don't want to go to all the trouble of changing my last name legally. When I don't necessarily think that perhaps this is going to work out. All right. And then, so it's not, a, it's yeah. not, it's, it's a lack of investment on the part of the woman. So how do they explain that? I'm a lawyer. I have my business cards with my name on it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to be a, a famous Facts. actress someday and Facts. I need to keep my last name. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. You just don't want his shitty genes yep. and something in the back in your, in your hind brain and the little pineal gland at the base of your brain that says, mm -hmm. I, 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 this guy's a beta. I've attached myself to this beta. I want to have reassurances that if everything goes to hell, well, at least I don't have to go back to the fucking courthouse and change yep. my name back to whatever it was yeah. before. Change mm -hmm. the thing for my kids or whatever. So there you go. Bang, bang. All mm -hmm. right, man. That was a great answer. I hope you enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, okay. Got 1200 live. We viewers. got 1200 live viewers, by the way, right now. There you go. Guys, like the video because I don't want to stop the show to get pushed in the algorithm. But you already know from us talking about women not being in combat, uh, changing names and all this other mm -hmm. stuff, we're probably going to get suppressed in the algorithm. So 
like the video. Uh, we're done with phone lines. Now we're going to go to Super Chats and then the last panel. And then we're going to go get some sandwiches because Rolo is dying I'm right now. Starving. So yeah. uh, Eugene Morgan with the $20 Super Chat. Myron and Rolo, you say 80-20 is going to get worse. Probably go to 90-10. But you also say that everyone can get action and don't need to pay for it. Do you believe the vast majority can get it or not? No. The vast majority cannot. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Life sucks. Be better. Don't <laughs> wish it were easier. Wish you were better. There you go. Boom. Bang, bang. Dude. Yes. That's, yeah. That's you know what? I would. And, and when we go in here and we tell women, we say, you know what? Men and women are different. Reality is endemically sexist. Or yes. what say, I'll tell you exactly the same thing. Yes. You have to up your game. You yeah. have to be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it's, I, and I'm telling it's you not guys. It's hard to figure. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you my prediction. It's going to only get worse. There's no such thing as equality. Yep. Facts. So, all right, transition to next super chat. <laughs> Men's uh, frustrations lie in the easy access of P-Hub. Absolutely, bro. I tell guys all the time, porn, destructive for men, man. Stop watching it. Uh, very, okay, very. Vladimir, uh, Think and Grow Richer, Chapter 11, Masterpiece. Thank you very much. Uh, women are dream killers. First mm -hmm. rational male book, page 98. Yeah, yeah, dude. Tom Likas. If she's not helping you achieve your dreams, she's probably going to detract from it. You know bro. who kills the dreams? Yep. Not her. You. you. You allow it. You take kill accountability your dreams. for your actions. You kill guys. the dreams because of her. Bam. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of guys want to blame women, and I always say, listen, bro. If you make a mistake with a woman, it's not the woman's fault. It's your fault for allowing her to do you, it. You kill. You, you kill your own ambitions, your own passions, because you think it is your responsibility to do so. Bam. And that's the secret, my friend. That'll make her happy. Happy wife, happy life. Okay, yeah, I'll give up all my dreams for you, honey, and you'll appreciate me. Big Fuck facts. you. Liam <laughs> A, uh, with the uh, $5 super chat, you, you have to play the tension. You have to play the tension. Comfort fiddle like a master. There's a balance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And attraction is built in breaking rapport. Uh, put here, Chris, I'm working on a book of my own. I wanted to know... Yeah, how you put together your outline. This is what Josh, mm. the king, can you give it to him real quick? Or uh, you write I, books? I do, actually. I think I've covered, are these mine? Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, it sort of depends on what I'm doing, first off. Uh, I am actually starting an outline for a fifth book right now. Um, and so what I do is I kind of figure out like what the theme of it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And then I will outline it and that'll just do sub outlines. For example, when I was doing religion, I knew what I wanted to put into it, but I had to organize it in such a way that it built one chapter built onto the next one. That fact, I did that by design. I don't do that in all my books, but I did for this one. So what I'll do is I have a, I, I keep a lot of notebooks. Um, and for each of my books, I have a separate notebook for that book. And then I'll do my research and I'll put it together and just, I, I, uh, I use a program. I, Cappy, do you use, um, Scrivener? No, I just use big sheet of paper. That you write by hand. Di no, yeah. spider diagram, regular old <laughs> Roman numeral one. Rolo, the man who stood me up. Oh, there we go. Three. Yeah, and he uses candlelight and he uses like um, the pen with the go. Oh, yeah, I gotta go. And in, in all seriousness, there's a great program that's called Scrivener, and that's what I use for most of my writing. So. Yeah, okay. there's a secret right there, my friends. Um, okay, so uh, next we got uh, Vladimir again. Women want to be married but don't want to be wives. That is facts, my friends. Next super chat. Uh, what do you guys think will be the next step in the day evolution of the Western world after OnlyFans and Secret Ranger becoming more normalized? Excellent question. We're going to get to that yep. here in a second in our predictions. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we got Gerard Parker with the uh, $5 super sticker. Thank you so much, Gerard. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Oh, we got some more coming in. Um, uh, I see some. Okay, we got um, Autenico with the $10 super sticker. Yep. Oh, yeah, I think I spelled that right. Yeah. Thank you, man. Pronounced that right. And then we got uh, 
post roar clarity for the septic fund. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Victor Gonzalez, nine ninety nine for Rolo. What if every man became alpha in relationships and became dominant? Would that cause a female revolt? I know that is this is impossible, but hypothetically speaking, will women give up box more? No. <laughs> There's your answer right there. That was easy. Okay. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah, it's just like. No, I and and I, I get that a lot. People say, "Well, if every if, they, if everybody was alpha, then what would happen?" Well, yeah, and, let's and work in reality, guys. Here's the good news: not everybody's going to be alpha. Again, no, no. the world is not fair, right? And the world is not equal. So let let's 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 work from a position, a hypothetical position of something that could actually could actually happen. Here's the other thing: is that if everybody came became alpha, guess what would happen? Those guys who are alpha. The ones who were less alpha than the guys who up their game even more, because yep. that's what men do. Again, merit-based thinking, mm -hmm. right? The guys who up their game more than all the other alphas, guess what? Those other old alphas are now the betas, and the new alphas are the alphas. Facts. Oh. Okay. Um, nonstop Dre again, 360. He loves you. Uh, no, no, no. Same, this uh, is, this is just Dre. Oh, oh, that was the one before. Okay, take it down, please. Well, well you got, yeah, answer right now. It's fine. Huh? Answer right now or no? That's going to come in the predictions. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. Is, was there anything else? Yeah, that's a few more. Okay. Uh, all right. Joshua the King. Uh, scribble notes. Nor sorry, I wrote three piece. I wrote slow. Scribble notes. Oh, scrivener. Scrivener. Oh, scrivener. Scrivener. Uh, Vladimir. Dot com. Uh, I'd rather super chat my money than lose it in divorce. Thank you very much, Vladimir. <laughs> there you go, man. Mother Russia. Uh, okay, we got Ray Date. Y'all going to last? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I can't disclose where we're going, but uh, but we are gonna go get some sandwiches at. A spot. Uh, what? Where else? Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, um, all right, guys. Predictions. Let's go around the table. Predictions uh, with the future of the marketplace. Pain. Mad pain. <laughs> Mad pain. Right. Um. So. Uh. Okay. Uh, and we got another one. Opinion on Kevin Samuels? Think he making good waves in the black community? I think yes. Uh, we. Yeah. Kevin Samuels is a friend, bro. We we support, we support him. him. Rolo, okay, cool. uh, uh, what's your take? I would. Uh, oh, what's he's well, asking about Kevin Samuels? Uh, yeah, I would love to to do something with Kevin. I I think he's I I like his I like what he's doing. I like his template. I like where where he's going. I mean, he's, as far as I can tell from what I've seen, he's pretty red pill. Yeah, uh, I think he's got a formula that works very well for him, and mm -hmm. he kind of frightens me because he looks like Gustavo from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be intimidated. Yeah, I think he would want me to like cook meth for him in his secret lab there under you go. a laundromat somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Samuels, man. He'll be back in Miami, guys, so don't yep. worry about that. Okay, okay let's go it. around the table of predictions, and then you guys ask your super chats, and then we'll answer them at the end. It'll be done. Uh, okay, future of the sexual marketplace, dating, masculinity versus feminism, et cetera, et cetera. Aaron, uh, you the surprise guest. I will turn it to you first. I, I have a surprise question. Uh, hmm. I have a feeling there'll be a continued uh, polarization between men and women, <clears throat> and mainly men reacting to women and women being indoctrinated, pre-programmed, uh, conditioned by feminism and other, frankly, Isms. not family, not male, uh, I don't know what else to call it, programming from starting from school on till they're practically dead. Uh, until there is something to replace or women will find more attractive or want to pursue than their career and their education and ultimately themselves is, mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Uh, this, this will, this uh, impasse, this chasm will continue because men will go through and because of the internet and people like us uh, messages getting out there, younger men are becoming aware. And yeah. sadly you're going to find a lot like Roll was talking There's well, I'm going to get very comfortable. Well, I'm not mm -hmm. going to try. Juice isn't worth the squeeze. And it's going to become a, a, 
a higher and higher hurdle, a lot more effort for guys to actually be successful with women. And an increasing percentage of men are going to say that's not worth it. So until there is a huge change in what women want within society, I think we're just going to continue as we are. Mm -hmm. uh, and unfortunately, I think what that thing would be is a real economic recession, like a mm -hmm. lawless, almost collapse where, where Max. you you are not <laughs> in such a uh, uh, female-centric bubble that you can actually major in your own genitalia. And, you know, like, oh, male studies. Like, that would be like, that's dumb. We're not doing that. We need <laughs> food. And so until we get to that point, it's just it's going to uh, turn up to 11 or 12. There you go. And, I, and I'll tell you this. Um, yeah. So so you basically predict, and I, and I kind of agree, that basically the wedge is going to continue. The wedge of feminism is going to yeah. continue to spread male and females apart further and further. And, yeah, the family yeah. unit is going to continue. My thing is this. I agree with what Aaron is saying as, as well, that it's going to just get worse from this point forward. Because let's keep it real, guys. Women are incentivized to not be feminine and be more masculine and chase their careers and everything because society lies to them. And then I, what I think a response to this is going to be more and more guys are going to realize either, A, the juice isn't worth the squeeze and they're just going to go leave or they're going to become womanizers like me and fresh and just like – because let's keep it real. This environment is great for guys like us that just want to have casual sex. Terrible for guys that want to have families, you know, and I acknowledge this. Yeah. It is what it is. So I think more guys are going to – as the sexual marketplace gets more and more competitive – more and more guys get ostracized. A smaller and smaller percentage of men get sexual access to women. More and more guys are going to become RP aware, just like we're talking about with Tim Pool. It's starting to slowly seep out there to mainstream media. They're going to be more RP aware, but I still think it's going to be a small percentage of men to actually apply it and have these discussions like we do that actually talk about solutions versus you know just crying about it and getting mad. So, uh, Fresh, what's your prediction? And then Rolo will go last. Right. Um, so regarding the whole marketplace itself, I'm going to throw this out there as well. I feel like it's going to be $1 under one control. Uh, hey, look, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, crazy, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm bringing it up. Yeah, right? Illuminati time. I feel like. By Ethereum. <laughs> I, I feel like food is going to be also under uh, one control. So food, money, and also uh, how we exercise our um, sexual uh, experiences. So for mm -hmm. example, I feel like um, men and women is going to be the opposite. So back, back in the day, the man was headed household. I feel now the woman's going to be headed household. And then secondly, as well, um, regarding how we even like talk about things online, we're going to be kind of like, um, how to put this, filtered. In terms of if it doesn't uh, comply with the, the social norms, we're going to be sh like shut out. So, for example, uh, Facebook is blocking anything that's not going to be considered as real news. So if you say anything that's against their beliefs, which is considered real news, then you're, you're literally like, like deleted. Off you are fake news. Yeah. Right. So I feel like in that sense, um, the RB is going to have like a, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's going to go in a, in a different direction in terms of like a smaller community, but that is my opinion. And then regarding dating, I feel like the women are going to be uh, held as like the, the main um, leaders of uh, the family. And that's a problem because women can't lead you anywhere until end of, end of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. As so, I always say, yeah. If you yeah. let a woman lead, she's going to lead you all right to the yeah. end of the relationship. There you yep. go. And finally, uh, Mr. Rolo. That was a good quote. Thank you, Rolo. Um, so what's going to happen? Rolo Damas. <laughs> um, I think first off, you have to look at what the trends are in the sexual marketplace. Um, even Tim Pool and, and Mike Cernovich talked about this on that show, which is um, you're going to have the winners and the losers and the top 20, well, he 10, 20% of guys, let's just say 20, 20 just to make it easy. The top 20% of guys are going to be the guys who are going to be doing all the fucking. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we're already seeing this happen. We're already seeing a return to a pre-monogamy uh, sexual marketplace. Mm. Uh, I've written at least three different, uh, one of them is actually in here in book four, um, about polygamy, uh, like poly. Like we, we call it something cute. We don't call prostitutes prostitutes anymore. We call them sex workers. We don't call it uh, polygamy anymore. We call it poly because polyamory sounds cuter and nicer and, 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 and it makes people feel better because we're all about feelings right now. Right. But that's the, it's, it's a cute way of saying that there's going to be guys who are like Pook said way back in the day is, um, you know, a women would rather share a successful alpha than be saddled with a faithful beta. And that's guess what? In a gynocentric social order, they don't have to be saddled with a faithful beta. Mm -hmm. You're asking me about like last names and surnames and stuff. That's an indicator of that right there. They don't have to take your name anymore. Just as, as, as fresh was saying a minute ago, it's like women don't have to worry about the beta bucks provisioning side of things because they're overrepresented in, in college. They're overrepresented in the American work workplace. They're overrepresented in high profile, you know, rewarding jobs, not raw sewage or construction, but HR, like our good friend who was here earlier, you know, yeah. yesterday. <laughs> um, but, What's what's happening is you're seeing the um, you're seeing sort of like the social narrative and the social you know fabric kind of react to this the the new sexual marketplace. So it's going to be okay for one woman to have four beta chumps who want to be in a poly relationship, a thruple, yeah. right? A yeah. thruple or a quadruple? I don't know what the Seriously, hell to even yeah. call it, right? Or you're going to have guys. Like the dude that's in uh, the Netherlands right now, who's selling his sperm for three hundred dollars a shot, right? So that really? women, so that women who are aged out of the sexual marketplace can have babies when they're like in their thirties and thirties. Like he, the dude is like thought that he's a real problem. It was because I, I read it was an article. I think I don't want to say it was the New York Times. It was something in in maybe it was a, a, a BBC. I think is what it was. Mm -hmm. um, the guy is uh, selling his jizz on on Facebook. <laughs> And meets up, meets up with these girls, gives them a sample. They she impregnates herself. Is he like a tall, good-looking guy? Or something Apparently, like that? okay. that's and that's right. a, and so rather than have like a sperm bank, he just he's just a free agent, right? <laughs> and that's and that's and but it's causing a problem because yeah. now seven hundred kids in the in Holland are his are, are half brothers and half sisters of that one guy. Hilarious. But they're all those women, and so the market. If you look at like women's nature, why are they all going to this one guy? Because he's a hot young guy that they would otherwise have liked to have reproduced with. Gotcha, bitch. But they don't need him <laughs> for financial or like the three P's. They don't need him for provisioning protection or or uh, parental investment because they either get it through the state or they get it through their beta lovers or who, the, the dad who stepped up. Right. We reinforce those narratives to say that a guy who. Uh, sublimates his paternal interests is a superhero because he's not saying you but um but he's a you're a superhero if you're a stepdad right now but you're yeah. an asshole you're that asshole dad of mine i have daddy issues because you're my you're not even exactly. a father you're my biological sample provider yeah. or whatever it is right so that so you have this as as the realities of the sexual marketplace and what happens is the social fabric reacts to that so you'll have you'll get egg freezing, right? You'll get. Um, uh, well, I even quoted this uh, with you, Cappy. Was um, the uh, the rise of the she economy, right? Yes. 
And and uh, Morgan Stanley is predicting that what is it a uh, forty is it forty two percent or forty five percent? I think I, it was. I thought it was the age range was from twenty five to forty four was the age range. Was That's the, the demographic. Range? All right, then I want to say I want to say the percentage forty five, forty two, or fifty two. We'd have to look it up. I, I think, uh, anyways, it's a, a substantial proportion of women between the eight working age women, which they you know uh, target as twenty five to forty four, will be single and childless by twenty thirty exactly predicting what you were just saying a minute ago yes. and that's no way to run a society yes. when when our family like well i mean if you look at western societies they've been based on the well a, a, an approximation let's just say of a nuclear family a mother a father kids and and we worked with it we worked within that uh yeah. what jordan peterson has called socially enforced monogamy again it's not we got to force and they attacked them for that saying yeah that. well it's because like, they misinterpreted it because the again, low IQ. remember what i said about like cutesy little terms yeah that was one of them yep. they jumped all over like when i say punish bad behavior you know what i'm saying yeah, rather yeah. that rather than go what is he really saying by that is that actually a sociological psychological term yes it is but let's jump all over it exactly and get shit for yeah because it. it makes us feel bad yeah. But yeah. So Sorry. so you've got that and in a gynocentric social order I I agree with Cap. I think that we're going to see more and more division and more and more segregation to the point where there's the MGTOWs and doom pills are over on this side of the yeah. playground and the feminists and the they we don't want to we don't want to have anything to do with them. In yeah. fact, exactly. we're going to make the society consider even these guys these beta losers coming on to us or like presuming to even talk to us that's illegal. So me mm. to them, uh, sexual harassment. Don't yep. even look at us. Stay yep. in your lane. Yep. You're going to go extinct and you should accept that. Exactly. We only want the hot alphas who are at the top of the apex exactly. of, the, of the thing, right? So and we're getting there. And we're getting there. And it, so how do we facilitate that? Through poly. So only the women who want to get with the hottest guys who are like the hottest alphas because they don't need to worry about the beta buck side of hypergamy True. anymore. Yeah. Again, mating strategy, determining the sexual marketplace, social structure determined by the sexual marketplace it seeps into our religion seeps into our politics seeps into into our military mm -hmm. seeps into <laughs> every Seriously. part of our society yep. because those are that's the nuts and bolts of it mm -hmm. so i and i wish i there was a better solution i wish i had a better solution for it as i said earlier i think that men and women are better together than we are apart mm -hmm. we need to accept what we are our, our machinery our evolved machinery men and women are different we need to throw away the blank slate we need to throw if you kick out the 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 leg of the legs of the blank slate and the uh and the social con and social construction so constructivism yeah, yeah. Political correctness, kick, kick those two legs of the yep. stools out of the stool out and it all collapses oh yeah so and, and so but is that going to happen i don't know because there's too much money being made on it there's mm -hmm. too much there's too many women are too ego invested in it yes. and too many beta guys are invested in that as well so how do we how do we bring how do we bring people back together how do we bring how do you tell how do you tell MGTOW guys who are just like ah Jesus isn't worth the squeeze? Those women like we had it here on, on these uh on these super chats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in a really dark place right now. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, because women are staying on that side of the playground and you guys are staying on this side of the playground. Yeah. And you hear I hear people make these comparisons all the time. Like like MGTOW is just basically the the male equivalent of feminism and to a great extent they really are because it's men we men need a woman like a fish needs a bicycle right <laughs> women need men like a like a fish needs a bicycle yeah. and and you you don't have nobody's coming to the table right now and women sure shit aren't because they're in control that they have all the cards right yeah now. they do yeah 
and they yep. direct they direct wherever you know the policy. I mean, first talk about that. They don't even see these guys that are going MGTOW. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, like I don't have a, like I get it. It's Invisible. A, yeah, it's a legit response to to a problem. There is a problem mm-hmm. in the mating daycare and marketplace. But what I'm saying is that women don't even care, nor do they even know of your existence of these guys that are going their mm-hmm. own way. So the reality is. Women only see the top 10 to 20 percent guys anyway. The guys that are MGTOW typically a lot of the times are not even in that tw- top 20 percentage. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. It's not fa- it, mm-hmm. the only person that's losing is you if you want to have sex. If you want to yeah. s- self-develop, become better. I get it. But women don't care that men are going. Their I, own I agree with I agree with 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 uh, Aaron, 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 Cappy. I, wanna call, I always want to call you Cappy. But um, and when we say cap, by the way, it means lie. Cappy. It's like the new Captain Cap. Captain, Captain Capital. So like when someone says stop capping, that doesn't mean that's not an insult. It means Cap- like stop lying. Yeah, no. Oh, lying. Oh, yes, yeah. that's a that's a new <laughs> yeah. term. Yeah, you got to get that. Yeah, I had to get that straight too. Yeah, stop capping. <laughs> so I, I agree with it. We, we we're waiting for the meteor to hit the the planet and start everything over again. So go, yeah. men can be men, men can have a, a purpose. We yeah. have we have the lost boys generation of purposeless Facts. young men yeah. right now. Yeah. And so how do you give them purpose? Well, a meteorite has to hit or the floodwaters have to rise to make them have some sort of utility and use and yeah. women appreciate them for actually saving their fucking lives, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so that's one one option. The only other option I can see is like try to change the social fabric, which I don't see happening oh, yeah, anytime. Definitely. And nope. certainly not that I'll I'll just end with this is that um, Dr. Warren Farrell, uh, who I have, I, I have a lot of respect for Dr. Warren Farrell, but mm-hmm. I think he is really naive in the idea that women are going, men and women are going to rationally rise above their, <laughs> their, their biologies and their nope. evolution and everything else. And we're going to decide to be attracted to those, those, lo- those nihilistic <laughs> self-loathing It'll sons of happen. bitches. And we're going to get those guys to go, you know what? The juice is really worth the squeeze. And you really, guys, come on. We're going to go over there and talk to those girls on that side because all we have to do is socially convince ourselves that we ought to be doing this. That's not, that's not how the machine evolved. Yep. That's what we're talking When I talk about like the machine, I mean like our hardware, our firmware, and then our software. And the software is like what we've been taught, like what we learn from society, what we learn from our values and our parents and every like, sorry, it's a taught intelligence, right? Firmware is like sort of like what we're, we're our starting package of yeah. how we, you know, our instinct kind of thing. And then, but you're not going to rise above that. And the more we get se- segregated, the harder it's going to be. Absolutely. And, I, and I'll say this real quick too. Guys, women fought decades to get to this point. So even if some of their belief systems are wrong, they're not going to concede any leverage that they currently have there's in the no central incent- marketplace. There's no incentive for them to vote Zero. against their own interests because in, in, in politics or in any other yeah, realm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when you leave women to their own devices, the they're inherently, right, at the end of the day, right, because it is technically the end of the day, they're going to only pick the top 10 to 20% of men anyway. So they, what they got Why nothing to gain by conceding any leverage That's because the they machine. don't even care. That's the machine. That's what it is. So, um, okay, we got some super chats here. Great discussion, guys. Uh, all right, Ar- uh, Armando Moreno, four five dollars. <laughs> Rolo, would you consider yourself as the contextual alpha of the red pill slash manosphere? Thank you for the super chat, but we're gonna read them and then just Wrong. keep going. Uh, la- there you go. There's your answer, Vladimir. No. Uh, Kevin Samus is fire. I haven't seen buzzer beaters get destroyed in such graceful fashion. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Kevin Samuels. Uh, authentic. Uh, too many Puerto Rican single <laughs> single mothers. Should I consider moving out of the island? Oh, uh, yeah, dude, get the hell out of there. Um, unless you're doing it for tax purposes. Uh, now stop Dre 360 again for Cappy's Poke Bowl fun. Stay brave and stunning. Question from an economist's perspective. How much crypto would Cappy recommend young men having? All of your money and you should borrow and put your parents into a mortgage and just uh, and leverage it. There you go. No, no. 
Some. 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 Uh, Big Jim Melbourne, nature's way of making it a good-looking Oh, yeah, good-looking fit world. Absolutely. Sexy sons. Yep. Uh, Ray Dade, Rollo the Godfather, could you say, look how they massacred my boy for us? Look how they massacred my boy for us. Is that what that is? I don't know. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? I think that's what he wanted. Uh, what else do we got? We got um, CNDNA, four, uh, Euro, 499 Euro. Do you guys recommend debating women when they convey their womenist narratives, or is it better to bite your tongue and not just and not, and Never just not along? Listen, debate. don't agree, don't disagree, don't argue with them. The only reason we do it on the air for you guys is for learning purposes. Never, yeah, never, appe- never appeal to reason with women. Never, Always bro. start from a position of, of emotion and you'll do much better. And you actually might even be able to get a point across if you start from a position of emotion. When we talk to women here, like from you know a position of reason, yeah. again, there's a, 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 a point of diminishing return. Absolutely. Guys, yeah. we argue with these girls strictly for your entertainment value and also for your education so that you guys can see women don't and that's not reason, I, I should say that's they not don't. punishment that's pragmatism yeah mm-hmm. so it's not like i'm saying oh well i'm not going to talk to you anymore like I, you you deserve some kind of punishment fuck you i'm out that's not what i'm yeah mean. i mean i just do it because it's just simply pragmatically the best way to do it is just okay well Re- remind me to give you guys my silver bullet to that one because <laughs> i had to develop it quick mm-hmm. it, it, it's for another time but it mm-hmm. well we're gonna oh for the guys that are wondering we're gonna have aaron clary on tomorrow night 6 p.m we're gonna talk yep. about the economy the cost of chasing women and a bunch of other cool whatever things. whatever you want. Yeah. And I'm going to smoke a cigar over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, now stop Dre360 again. $2. Will the U.S. have herbivore men in the future? Yes. Okay. Future. Uh, Already do. Eugene Morgan, $10. I really don't think things are going to get better. Either 90-20 rule. You mean, I think he means 90-10 rule. Courts running over men, et cetera, et cetera. How long until society falls apart? Because it will. Yep. Hey, man, it is what it is. Yep. Uh, we just, we're just here to... <laughs> We're just here to watch the world burn. Uh, the elusive followers <laughs> is our coming poly future a thing to even fight since RP guys slash alphas will have multiple women. Not saying I want it, just asking the argument against. Remember this, man. When you leave women to have all the sexual advantage in the in the marketplace like they do now, they have all the leverage. They're going to inevitably pick the top guys for reproductive purposes, and yep. then that's what we have now. The future belongs to the guys who are red pill. And just aware. just and for my my audience members that are tuning in, guys, just, you save the super chats for later because. We're, we're getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Aaron, Vladimir, Aaron's, Aaron's like, <laughs> disagree on a uh, MGTOW topic. Would love to call in. Uh, tomorrow, call in. And then uh, and then Vladimir had another one. $2. Dad who stepped up, the beta cleanup man. Exactly. Exactly. Big facts. Uh, fried Friedman, so well, 499. Sure. Who's a short Irish guy from the Midwest? He can, <laughs> can he teach me how to get the girls? And would you mind telling him to be nice to dogs? He hates dogs. Thank you, Fry, yeah. Fred. Uh, Louis, right there, Fred. Louis, right. you were you were never hers. It was just her turn. Bang, bang. Boom. Uh, Vladimir again, all the way from Russia. Uh, Lionel Retchy, 71, was seen with a 30-year-old. Buzzer beaters expire Mario. and new gen comes in. Go MGTOW for 10 years. Build your life. You have time. Absolutely. You don't adhere to a woman's dating schedule. Uh, Fred, again, can you tell Rolo to hide his dogs from that Minnesota guy? I'm oh. scared that Rolo's dogs may Actually, get... Actually, it's Hero. It's Hero you need to be concerned with. Seriously, Hero, right? I think we're caught up, right? No, caught up. Okay, guys, don't say any more money. No more. Okay. Uh, Please, guys, keep your money. Tomorrow, uh, no, number one, patreon.com slash freshfit. Get on there, guys, for the exclusive late night podcast. We have way more on there that you guys see that you guys have not seen that aren't safe for YouTube. Yep. Uh, we're going to have Aaron Clary on the show tomorrow, 6 p.m. We're going to be talking about economics, women, uh, 
Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. What yeah. else? Anything else? You want to uh, talk whatever about? you want. Uh, minimalism. Min- you want yeah. 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 Minimalism. Uh, economics. Whatever. Yeah. I wish he had his course still open. Financial but... advice. There you I mean, go. That yeah. would yeah. help your audience a lot too. Exactly. Sure. We're going to cool. talk about everything, and then uh, Wednesday we're going to have Donovan Sharp in the house, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have a late night show planned for you guys Wednesday night. So tune in for that one. And then uh, Thursday we're going to have the All Star Five Man Panel. Yep. That I literally just changed the whole studio setup for. So that's going to be lit. <laughs> Uh, and, and then yeah, Monday, guys. and then we'll make that announcement. Uh, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll keep it a surprise. Okay, we'll keep it a surprise. Well, we got something big for you guys next Monday. Okay, but other than that, guys, uh, we got um, three more chats. Okay, real quick, Red Pill Mike, oh, roll up for president of you. the fucking world. Horns up. Thank you, Red Pill Mike. Boom. And then we Ray got Dade. Ray Dade. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Ray Dade. And then Cold Steel. Women don't have calculators to figure out who's the top ten percent. Any man who's sexually attractive will get the women. That means being athletic and requiring more from her than just bedroom boom Come on. thank you cold steel appreciate that well guys we're gonna leave you with our awesome uh intro, intro that is totally miami vice and still sleeping bro some coin for the panel much appreciated thank, thank you. you man and nice. guys we're gonna go get some food and aaron's falling asleep and uh rollo's hungry I'm so we're gonna leave starving. right now thank you so much guys I'm still on west coast time we'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m peace, peace.